This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from Fantastic Forum Studios Los Angeles. (laughs) Hope everyone up a morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is a riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking to you all about the latest addition to the MCU, uh, WandaVision. So we'll talk about that. We're going to also bring you that review of the Immortal Warrior that we promised you last week. We did get to it, but we're going to get to it this week, definitely. Uh, we also have, of course, a brand new Heavy Metal Minute and the latest in comic book news. So we got all that and, of course, whatever else it is you all want to talk about. Uh, and so, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Uh, before we get there, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin who uh, without him, this show would not have happened. So thank you, Scott. Appreciate you, man. Uh, and we want to tell you how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum. So uh, here's how when you do it. on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Something about the way she says fantasticform.live every time, man. It just it jumps. It jumps. I don't know why. You know. That's all they good. call you Dick Dragon. <laughs> they call me Dick Dragon. <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows that about me. <laughs> oh, I, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> you guys will get that pick next week. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, please, this show was interactive. Obviously, all four of us that are on this show enjoy to talk, except Jay. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, the fact is, this show's interactive. It's not meant for you to just be sitting at home 
uh, watching and listening. If you are sitting at home just watching and just listening, we appreciate you. Thank you. Like and subscribe. Hit the hit the bell notification and the, the you know, whatever, and do the cha-cha slide, all that. But if you hear something and you're listening live and you're like, uh, they don't know what they're talking about. If that is that, if that thought enters your mind, you should be hitting the call in button. Or if you're like, that that makes a lot of sense. But what they missed was, you should be hitting the call in button. You know what I'm saying? Like, interact, come look, or jump in chat and just tell us. You know, you can tell us in chat. And, you know, hey, we get it. Like, like, like the intern said, if you're shy, it's okay. Like, because Lord knows, like, believe it or not, I'm an introvert. I promise you. You don't know it, but I have. <laughs> you know, look, ask Jay. He knows. He remembers. <laughs> he remembers. He remembers what it used to be like. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, trust me, man. It's like, I get it, but interact with us. Tell us what's going on. So, uh, no. go ahead, Jay. Tiger Klon chat says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? Did WandaVision exceed your expectations? Were you hit with a dose of nostalgia without they accurately portrayed a 1950s sitcom with the attention to details? Well, first of all, like, I will say this. I definitely want to wait for Oz before we get deep into WandaVision, but I just would like to begin by acknowledging Tiger Claw's low-key shade there of, of us, you know, hitting hitting us with nostalgia for 1950s sitcoms. Like we were there like we were like watching the Dick Van Dyke show when they aired. You know, like we're not we're not that old, Tiger Claw. <laughs> It's like, not only are we not that old, but you're older than us, Tiger Claw. You didn't watch the Dick Van Dyke show, so you know we didn't watch the Dick Van Dyke show like that. I was like, oh, man, just back like it was back in the day when we were... Like, remember when TVs had to warm up? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, and cool down, but they turn them off, and they'd, like, just stay humming. Yeah, <laughs> right. The interesting thing about that, though, is thanks to, like, programming blocks like Nick at Night, yeah, I'm very familiar with the 1950s sitcoms. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, too, where it's like, you know, I didn't watch Nick at Night. I'm just a fan of sitcoms, and it's one of those things where, like, at certain points, I did actually watch it, just going back, just to kind of be like, oh, like, yeah, man, like, these these tropes have been around for generations, you know what I mean? Look, I'm gl- look one thing I will say about WandaVision is I, I'm glad they took some force material into account. Whether it was just the fifty sitcom, not the comic. Moses is like, because there were no comic books. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Well, listen, Oz is back here, so we can. Well, I we do want to tell you, though, before we continue, Larry. Sorry to cut you off, but I had a dream with Tiger Claw last night, and there was two of him in it. Wait, well, you say you had a dream? You, like you had a dream, and Tiger Claw was in your dream twice? No, it was two Tiger Claws. Oh, like, oh, like the time Jay Jay was with the other dude, but they were tired claws. No, no, they're not like that. I was cutting his hair and then talking to the other one. It was tiger, claw. tiger clones. Tiger clones. Yeah, tiger clones. It was weird. That is weird. Wait, so was the one in the chair quiet or was he joining in the conversation? Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, one was really quiet and the other, and it's like, yeah, everybody, like, I was making fun of the fact that they both have the same name, Tiger Claw. <laughs> but it's the same person. Like it was a two of them. It was weird. I was I, I I couldn't wait 
for the two tiger claws to start arguing with each other in your dream, I was like, oh, that's going to be an epic battle right there of the tiger claws. Yeah, it was like outmaneuver each other, like trying to one up each other on what article they read about the latest thing. Yeah, I think I just missed cutting hair and talking shit. I believe that, friend. I'm sorry that you haven't gotten the opportunity to do that anytime lately. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So let's do this, fellas. Like so, I, I feel I feel like, you know, WandaVision obviously is is Should we play the comic book theater? I agree. Comic book theater. <laughs> so, so, WandaVision premiered on Disney Plus uh, this past Friday. They gave us two episodes, uh, which, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe there's going to be nine episodes total. So it has like a uh, eight weeks that they're going to give us this show. Come two episodes Friday, and then one episode uh, each of the subsequent weeks, I believe. Um, it's the first MCU-related property that we've gotten since Spider-Man Far From Home. So that makes it more than a year since we've seen anything MCU-related, you know, MCU. uh, Well, I guess you can't even call this, technically this, you can't even call this MCU-adjacent, I don't think, because supposedly it's all much much more deeply integrated. We'll see how that all ends up turning out. But the first two episodes premiered. This show is supposed to set up Doctor Strange 2. Right. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, you know, uh, just just a quick, I guess, idea of what the premise of this show is, in case you haven't seen it. Um, WandaVision is set up so that each episode is, is an era like a, a era of uh, a particular, like a particular era of sitcoms, uh, basically going, or at least seemingly go, going to go from decade to decade. The first episode beginning with 1950s sitcoms, kind of like, you know, the Dick Van Dyke show or, you know, a little bit like I Love Lucy kind of S type deal. You can't say and Dyke anymore, Larry. It, it's a name. You can say Dick. It's Aww. a name too. You could say Drake. <laughs> they're all they're all names. I don't. <laughs> they're all names. So 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 so. Uh, each episode is in the um the like in the trappings of a particular era of sitcoms. The first episode was 1950s. The second episode was 1960s, and they play as though it's Wanda and, and Vision uh, being like the new kind of neighbors in this world and trying to hide the fact that they're, they're special with powers and such and trying to just kind of fit in into the whole 
neighbor, like, you know, I guess like sitcom tropey kind of thing. Uh, the entire time, well, I won't say the entire time, but we all believe based on previews and some of the things you see in the show that this reality is not the actual, you know, reality and why it's happening the way it is, is part of the mystery and the speak of the show. So with that said, uh, who would like to start in regards to what they thought about WandaVision? Who, 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 who wants to jump in? I guess we go first. I must say, no, everyone talk at once, goddamn. Don't everyone talk at once. It's like, y'all, hey, hold on, hold on, hey, crowd control. No. I was waiting for none of us to go and then <laughs> it. So I I really thought they would did the feel of these sitcoms really well. You said you thought they I, would? I thought they did. Oh, you like, thought they did, got you. Yeah, the feel of the sitcoms was like really well. Are really well done, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, the mystery or the weirdness—it's not. I don't. I, I didn't feel like it was sharp enough to get a reaction because I already knew something was wrong. Um, so when they're doing like these slight things, like. Or the one scene in the first episode where the boss is choking mm-hmm. and the husband or the wife is saying, oh, stop that. And Wanda's like staring into the camera. Mm-hmm. It's like that normally would be really kind of unsettling. Mm-hmm. Except I already know something is wrong. Right. So it's the impact is like just way less. Gotcha. Normally would be. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, in the second episode, where uh, you have the voice on the radio saying, "Who did this to you?" Mm-hmm. Normally would be kind of creepy, mm-hmm. but because I'm going into it knowing that everything is wrong, mm-hmm. a lot of that impact is not felt. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, and and uh, that makes sense in the sense in in the i like at least in the idea that you're saying. It, it's almost like, you know, there's a difference between watching the Star Wars prequels if you've never seen or never heard of the original trilogy of Star Wars, like you know the impact of it is like, whoa, wait, this guy is like going off the rails. Hmm. It's like, but yeah. if you know, you're kind of like, well, yeah, he he has to go off the rails. <laughs> it's like you're you're waiting for that to happen, and you're wondering, like, you know, you might be wondering, like, well, why is it taking so long? <laughs> um, I, part of the thing for me was the weirdness because we all kind of expected. There's a, a Facebook user in chat saying, "I think it's going to be more like House of M," and I mean that's something everybody thinks of even just looking at that bottle of wine in the commercial like but it, i can guarantee you it's going to be nothing like like house of m <laughs> cuz that shit was amazing but this <laughs> year is uh, <laughs> even like well, I, taking I, into I, I, consideration I, I, oh go ahead 
I noticed a lot of people saying it's they think it's like House of M. Have never actually read House of M. That could be so. But the thing is, even with House of M, you can't just start at House of M. Like that's part of the 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 problem with bringing it because it, it, you got to go back to like disassembled almost and kind of see how everything because it's it's a, especially that little story arc. It's, it's a build up, and it's little. It's very like when when you know I I'm, I'm sure when. Marvel hired Bendis was like, hey, what's your five-year plan, young man? You know, and he goes, House of M. But and then it builds towards that and civil war and shit, you know. But um, that's beside the point. Uh, but taking what Joe said about how the awkwardness and the eeriness and the shock factor of it kind of goes away, it, it's almost like because you kind of know that something's wrong, they should have done a better job at presenting those eeriness. And uh, it just felt because of picking the sitcom motif, it kind of comes off watered down. Whereas you get a show like Legion and that shit's fucking amazing. You know something's wrong, but it's disturbing to look at at times. And it plays with the whole jumping of arrows too. It's a weird show. Um, I don't know that I like weird shows. I don't think WandaVision is all that weird. That's weird for people who don't like weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That's an interesting take, Mo. But I, I I hear what you're saying, and I don't think I can necessarily disagree with any of it. And I, you even you haven't watched Legion. So, like, say what? How is that? You haven't even watched Legion. So, how amazing is that? Why would you say I haven't watched Legion? I watched Legion. I know you haven't. Why, 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 are you, why are you talking to me like I'm not the biggest X-Men fan on this show? Fake-ass X-Men fan. Oh, listen. Okay, look. I can't wait to see you soon. <laughs> can't wait. <coughs> look, I don't care what you got. I'll catch you. <laughs> and then you go catch something, too. <laughs> these hands. You gonna catch these hands, Mo. <laughs> that, that dragon dick. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I, I can't wait till next week's episode where all these jokes make sense. Uh, in chat, Tiger Claw says these two episodes were hinting at something that seems to point in the direction of it possibly being Mephisto. What? What? what how, how in the world, Tiger Claw, do you jump to Tiger Claw's been watching those YouTubers I talked <laughs> about last week. Listen, and that, here's the thing it's like, you know, I, I like, obviously, I do a show about comics. But I enjoy taking in material about comic books as much as the next guy, whether that's articles or videos and stuff like that. I can't do too much of it because I don't want to mess around and, and, you know, be like become the person that Mo hates, the, the regurgitator. You yeah. know, I don't want to be talking and saying things other people are saying or whatever. But I'm just like, I don't understand these people that are like, making these leaps because I've heard all types of stuff talking about this show and I'm just like like why Mephisto like you know and, and I'm just saying like I'm not saying it couldn't be Mephisto like but I would be Molecule Man but even only, only, only because of the guy in the beekeeper outfit what like why is the guy in the beekeeper outfit Molecule like why would why is that invoke Molecule Man because there was that one episode where, where Molecule Man wore a weird hat when he was in that bucket. Mo's doing what 
these YouTubers are doing. Right, exactly. Like, right. It, it's like, it, no, no, seriously. It, it makes sense if you've read that issue. Remember that one-off issue with Molecule Man? It makes as much sense as anything else anyone else has said, right? Like, I, like in fact, I, I would say it makes more sense because Mo went to the comics. Like the like the episode where the lady says, "Oh, the devil's in the details," and then uh, Agnes is is like, "That's not all. Oh, that's not the only place. Like, that's a huge like that. That's a spoiler that is Mephisto, according to these YouTubers. Like it's confirmed. And Mephisto that, yeah. confirmed. Right. So personally, go ahead. I'm leaning towards Mojo. See, but it can't. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it can't be Mojo. Mojo. But I know he does stuff with TV. Right. Yeah. That that right. look. If it was that, I'd be like Disney's fucking genius. Like, fuck comics. Give me. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. Mojo is X Men stuff, and and they're not trying to do X Men stuff quite yet. I don't think. Or like, are they? Right. Right. And and well, no. And that's the thing. Where it's like, like. People keep talking about House of M, House of M, and right because of that wine bottle mode. Like I can't tell you how many videos, and I was like, like, and I've heard like the the best theory I've heard is maybe it's a potential reverse House of M, and that's how they're going to introduce mutants into the MCU as opposed to taking mutants out of the MCU, which doesn't make sense still because it's like, like Scarlet Witch is not a mutant in the MCU. Now, you could say... Okay, she's not American. Yeah, but she I don't think Scarlet Witch was ever American, right? No, but she had an accent, and she doesn't anymore. In in the MCU, you mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, I will give... I will say this. The accent did progressively fade away. And I can't be mad at that in the sense that she had a act like she had a strong accent the first time you see her. Then she had a less strong accent the next time you see her, which is technically like a couple years later. And then by the like, I feel like by the time you get to like Endgame, she has no accent at all. But she's been living in America, and Look, that happens to some people. Not to Melania. What is well, Melania? she speaks in America, huh? She Wait, speaks what? seven languages, so they all kind of make a weird accent. Are we talking about Melania? Or are we talking about Wanda? Who's why do? Because she sounded, she used to sound like Melania Trump, and then all of a sudden, after 2016, Scarlet Witch loses her accent. She don't want to sound like the best. <laughs> Jay, what were you saying? Oh, so Melania hates America, so she wouldn't adopt her accent. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> God, look, we'll, we will take that comment and archive it. Makes sense to us. That might be the title of this episode. Makes as much sense as I saw a wine bottle or a house of them. Y'all just random YouTubers to me now. Hey, hey, listen. But so I'm just I like, but here's the thing. I'm just like. It doesn't like I don't know why Wanda would wish for a whole bunch of like superpowered beings to exist all of a sudden. It doesn't make sense in the reverse sense either. But either way, it's like even how she brings them out to exist. Like, what's she gonna say? More mutants. Like she's gonna whisper more mutants. She doesn't even know what the fuck a mutant is right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what she's gonna do. She's gonna like, she's gonna more uh, more fox, more fox. That's what she's gonna say. More fox. Yeah, more fox stuff. <laughs> so anyway, I'll like, tell you my theory. My, my theory. Let's hear your theory. Let's hear your theory, Oz. It's uh, Steve Make Rogers. It good. Steve Rogers is behind all this. Steve not, Rogers, not After good. Steve Earth. Rogers. Hail Hydra, Steve Rogers, and that's why Chris Evans is going to be back in the MCU as Captain America. But Hail- they, they didn't say it's going to be Hail Hydra, Captain America, and he's from another dimension, and he came back and fought real Captain America when he had all the stones in the suitcase, beat the crap out of him, took the stones in his warping reality around Wanda, and when she figures it out, there's going to be a huge explosion, all the... All the stones are going to go back where they're supposed to go, but it's going to have a ripple effect that's going to create mutants, not just on Earth, but throughout the entire galaxy and beyond. And that's how we're going to get X-Men. And that same explosion is what creates the Fantastic Four. Boom. I just gave you 10 more years. I just gave you phase five. Done. Can you send me a link to that YouTube video that you watched? You just watched it. I just made that up. Look. Like we didn't have to cut that out and, <laughs> and put that as like it sounds, that's, that's my one shot. It sounds just as credible as all the other YouTubers that I've heard. Like, yeah, sure. You're, you're right, Oz. You're right. You go, you go, boy. You go. You, but could, anyway. get, you could get like the golden play button with that with that video. The golden play button. <laughs> but anyway, the, so this show, yeah, I watched it. What do you think um, of it, Oz? I'm glad they put out two episodes because that first episode was kind of crap. Really? If, if you if I if I'm looking at it from the point of view of somebody that hasn't seen every other goddamn MCU movies and read the comics and has an idea of what's happening, they, it, I think Joe's the one that kind of I don't know if it was Joe or, or Mo. I don't, you guys all look the same to me. One of them. I get Mo and Joe confused all the time. Whichever one said that <laughs> the haters do. Whichever one said that they felt like they spent too much too much time making it in that fifty style, and kind of watered down the uh, the mystery of it. Mm. That that's that's how I see episode one. It it was it was a lot of. I kind of get what they're going for, but even I watched I watch a lot of those black and white shows, and. Mm. I didn't think the first one was even funny. Like it, I, I gave it a pass because I figured they're setting everything up, and it's gonna start to ramp up as we go through it. Then episode two came around, and that was more entertaining. Just as a, as a fifties, or I guess at that point during the sixties, sixties, yeah, sixties style sitcom that actually like had a better plot. It, it, I, I enjoyed that more, even though. I don't understand how Vision can get gummed up when, you know, he can phase through solid objects. But well, he's not real Vision; he's a construct. Yeah, that's that's how that gets away. Okay, and and even like her chaos magic, like that's what I liked about the first episode, where the chaos magic, where she's like thinking about the chicken, and because she doesn't have a handle on it, it turns into just eggs. You know. Like, because that's the chaos magic. I'm like, that's the one time they get their power right and it's not done well. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's, it, it, yeah. Because it, okay. it, it makes them look all 50s. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's a little bit better. Uh, but, yeah, just the episode by itself, what they were trying to do worked a lot more where 
they, they, there's there's something they have to do, and then one of them screws up somehow, and the other one is kind of fighting to mm-hmm. to to make everything work, and then you still have a little bit of that mystery creeping in. Uh, it was overall episode two was a lot better. I'm glad I'm glad they put them together because if if I'm just watching the first one and I'm not already invested, I'm I'm kind of you know I wouldn't watch the second one right away. I would hold. I eventually I probably get to it once someone told me oh it's better, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be as eager as as I am now. Gotcha. Makes sense. No, no, that, that that definitely makes sense. And and you know, here's here's what I'll say, because you know I'm going to weigh in here, and you all know how long winded I can be, so definitely jump in. Wait, 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 give me, give me like. Okay, go. Okay. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Here, here's what I'll say. Is the first thing I'll say is this. If you're unfamiliar with 50s and 60s sitcoms, I'm not sure that you would enjoy this show. That's number one. Like, I can totally see that there might be the potential for someone that's never even heard of, or like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like the Dick, the Dick Van Dyke show, um, I Love Lucy, Bewitched, you know, I'm not saying like these shows aren't a part of the cultural zeitgeist, because they are. But let, let, I'm just saying the fans of the MCU um, span from people that obviously watched those shows when they came out all the way to millennials. And so it's kind of like if you're the people that are watching this that were like, yeah, I watched Dick Van Dyke when it came out. You're like, this is amazing. If you're a millennial, I don't know if I can be mad at you if you're like, what is this? But see, I can't be mad. Why? why? How can you be mad at me? Look, you got everybody loves Raven, King of Queens, that's just Dick Van Dyke and Ralph Cranston, like, and Fred Flintstone, like, it's all the same shit. Homer Simpson, like, it's the same shit. It, you have some form, some frame, you have some frame of reference, even if it's not the exact thing it, they're doing. I, 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 you have, you don't have, like, when I, I hear what you were saying, and I'm not mad at you because you're right in the sense that you're talking about foundation. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying to you is, like, look at Oz. Oz literally just gave gave us his his take, right? First episode was crap. Second episode was much better. But and he didn't, he didn't like the Van Dyke show. Well, but but that's the point I'm making, in the sense that the difference between the the type of comedy you get from the '50s to the '60s, like all, all, the only difference between the two, like what what Oz is is demonstrating in his take is the cultural sensibilities and the the evolution in comedy that comes from what was happening in the 50s versus what was happening in the 60s. Like, the 50s was still much more, like, slapstickish kind of things happening. And you have, like, 
like, look, being a person that actually has seen episodes of the Dick Van Dyke show, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I can't mess around and say to you, like, oh, I'm a big Vic, Dick Van Dyke fan. I'm not. I am. And, and, and I think there are a lot of people that are, but I, there are others think, that don't even know who Dick Van Dyke is. I think you're I'm already right, getting it wrong. And as someone who tries to, to mock other YouTubers, I, I, don't, I don't like us coming off as wrong. How am I getting it wrong? Because Dick Van Dyke is the 60s. Yeah, no. but it's the it's the 60s the same way like 1990 was like the 80s. You know what I mean? Right. They did a visual gag in that first episode that like it cracked me up because right. it's like it's like him tripping over exactly little ottoman and, and he just went through it and it's like and, that right. Well, that. I mean that, well that, that's what that's what I'm saying because Lawrence is is saying that the, the 50s was more slapstick, but Dick Van Dyke was a slapstick show, where a show like I Love Lucy, which was in the 50s, or The Honeymooners are more character-driven. And yeah, there's some slapstick in there, but they're more character-driven. The 50, the 50 shows aren't more character-driven. I think they are. I think you're wrong. Well, you're the one that doesn't know about iZombie, so. I'm not the one that doesn't know about iZombie. Like, and that's the thing, it's like, literally, like, here's the thing, story... And characters are much more developed in the sixties than they are in the fifties. I would that. I think the fifties had more more character. No, and that's not true. Because yeah. the the fifties is still coming right out of that radio era where no dude, characters like, and dialogue was more look, important. You, you cannot talk about early fifties and sixties TV shows until you read Satellite Sun. <laughs> was that made in the fifties? No, no, but, but it might as well. Yeah, but no, no. We didn't have a color TV till I was in junior high school. So trust me, I watched a lot of these old ass shows. I used to color my TV with washable crayons. Just, just because your TV's in black and white doesn't mean you're watching black and white shows. It just yeah. means that you're, the shows you're watching only show in black and white. That's different. <laughs> it means you, you had a bad that, right? You you that, right? You're watching The Price is Right. It was in color. You're, you're also making the assumption that I have control over the remote. So I was watching, trust me, I was watching all that shows in English and Spanish. Where do you think my love for Cantinflas and El Santo came from? All I'm saying is it doesn't matter what show you watch, they all show up in black and white because that's your t- what your TV does. Am I the only one that wants the Monsters episode? Oh, dude. Like a Monsters. That, look, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. It's not going to happen, because, but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense in the format. Well, it makes sense not in by episode three, it doesn't, but it could have been, it could have easily been episode two. No, or one. Yeah, they're strange. They're strange people moving in next next door. To you need a whole family. No, I, look, and they're trying to you, could have, you could have somebody look at vision, vision accidentally turns uh into robot form, and you have the, the boss go, <laughs> you know, like that would that would work. No, I already wrote a better show. You're right. I think <laughs> Big Fan Dyke should have been episode one and transition into Mon- Monsters uh, episode two. I think Look, I just want a, a Monsters moment. Like it's I just, too, I, it's too harsh of a transition. I want. I'm not I saying want, it wouldn't be like good. when he would when he would comes up instead of being drunk. If he could just turn into Android form and be like, "Excuse me, can you get me to the park?" And the guy's like, ah! and he goes. And he, the guy runs away from him. Like that's a monster's moment. I would have loved that. Instead I hear of just you. being drunk because of gum. So, so here's the next thing I'll say is 
that so the first thing is if you're not a if you're not familiar with sitcoms, I'm not sure if this show is gonna hit for you off the bat. Cause they start basically the first episode is the fifties, the second episode is the sixties. Like if you're like a millennial or even, you know, like I mean, I know people that aren't millennials that are you know a little bit older, not that old, but a little bit older, that just didn't do TV like that. And so it's like they don't know, like like these sitcoms aren't gonna hit home for them in the same way. And so for the first thing is if you're not a student of like sitcoms or, or, or sitcom history, you might kind of be like, what is, why are we doing this? That's the first thing. The second thing is like it. It's equally, it, in my mind, for this to be the first thing that comes out from the MCU or from Marvel, um, you know, after a year, year and three months, year or whatever, year and a half off, and this is the first thing that comes out, it's, it's equal parts brave and, like, crazy. <laughs> because it's just like, you're, you're like, this is like Marvel basically kind of like, you know, like basically swinging their balls around. They're like, hey, man, we could do whatever we want. Like, we made you love that raccoon and that talking tree. And guess what we're going to do now? <laughs> you know, because it's like. You're making, it, you're making it sound like they like they had a choice on. Why on would they any, not have a choice? They didn't have a, they didn't, they didn't want to take the time off. They had to take the time off. They I'm, Listen, listen. One division, one division is the only one that's ready. Okay. And, and guess what you could have done? You could have waited. They've already waited too long. You just said we've had a year without an MCU. In what, MCU. What do you mean you waited too long? Look, so you can't make both arguments out. You can't be like, hey, <laughs> they didn't choose to take all this time off. And, oh, they have to put something out. Like, technically, that's the same argument. paywall. That, that's that's the same argument because if they didn't the choose, if they didn't choose to wait this long, then they have to put out something as soon as they can because they're they're already being held back artificially. Listen, all of us, all of all of us knew what was supposed to happen was was Black Widow. Then we were supposed to get uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then we were supposed to get WandaVision. That was the plan. One division's the only one done, but they have Falcon and and the Falcon and Winter Soldier is still going to come out, right? But now it's not done now. One division is, so that's why one division. So you're saying like they couldn't wait until March if they wanted to, as opposed to January, and put out Falcon first if they and Winter Soldier first if they wanted to, if they wanted to, but they. That's all I'm saying. It's a it's a choice. It's a it's a force show choice. It's not it's not forced. It is forced like, because they, they're freaking out that they oh, after a year and a half, this two months is the make or break moment. Yes, people are like MCU. We don't yes. care what you do because yes, because you, HBO, you waited too long. HBO is coming right behind them, and they got a show. HBO with what? Combine them with what? Do it. They're what? streaming movies. Come on, man. Like, listen. So, so you're saying that. People are gonna be like, okay, I I don't want to work. You all took too long. So in in March, if you decide to come out with Falcon and Winter Soldier first, 
or what? Yeah, yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier first. The Falcon and Winter Soldier first in March. We don't have that kind of patience. Y'all took too long. We're over it. I'm saying that that the the studio heads are saying Mandalorian ends on this date. What do we have next? What's right. ready? What can what what can what can go now? Right. And no. it was WandaVision. So Mandalorian ends. Wait a couple weeks later, you got WandaVision. And that gives them time to finish up the rest and start throwing those right behind. And, and if you're if you're talking about Disney executives, I hear that argument. What I'm telling you is there's a guy and his name is Kevin Feige. And if Feige was like, hey, it's gonna mess our whole thing up. If we put this out first, so we should put Falcon and Winter Soldier first and wait that two months. Guess what the Disney folks are gonna do? They're gonna be like, Well, if that's what you say, Kevin, we're gonna do it. I think you're giving Faggy too much credit. Yeah, because because Ke- Faggy doesn't deserve credit. Because he, he doesn't have that power over the executives that you just agreed. It's not that to happen, it's influence. Like it's not saying it's his decision, but if Feige says you're gonna mess the thing up, guess guess look the the executive aren't the one that created the MCU. He's he's telling, the one that created he's, telling people, the he's telling people you're gonna mess it up. He's talk, the, the people he's talking to are the people that think whatever whatever we put out they're, they're gonna fucking uh, consume. Listen, you're, just you're, put you're, it out. This is your this is your DC bias. This is like you're talking like the Warner Brothers execs, like. That's that's how you all do stuff over there. Okay. Oh my that's bad. Not, that's Disney not what Marvel does. My bad. I that's look. I, I thought all execs wanted money. No, I'm not apparently, apparently Disney Disney is the the holy trinity, the the two ears and the and the. I mean, at the, very, at the very least, we can, we can agree that 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 over there at Disney and at Marvel, they at least trust their people to curate some stuff. Uh, uh, and, I, and, I, and, I apologize that I've heard and, and and thought that he might want money. The AT and T overlords don't care about trying to trying to make things work on a creative level, right? right? And that's why they're putting crap out right now. The, and yeah. you know what, Disney, we got to catch up because now Warner Brothers is being is being taken over by a company that wants to make money, and we're falling behind. They're gonna take our subscribers. So, so you, in your we mind, give people a reason to, to keep our service. In, in your mind, the people over at the people over at Disney looked at what happened with like Wonder Woman, and they're like, "Oh, we're falling behind. We got to put something out right now." They looked at at the uh, at the news from Warner's of what they're gonna do, whether it's success, successful or not doesn't matter. If they see their competitor making a move. They got to make a move. They they made this decision before we found out what so, happened. So, so you, in your mind, Disney and Marvel are looking at the moves that Warner Brothers are making, and they're like, "Oh man, they're they're, they're on our heels." Disney Disney is. If you have if you have a service, you're going to look at what your competitors doing, and you're going to try to to outdo them. But Why, you, you don't feel like Disney Plus is in a much better spot than HBO Max. For now, not no. I mean, I mean, when you say for now, you mean yes, right? That means like yeah, like D- Disney Plus is like no, we're good, right? Only, only because they put out one division because so, they, they didn't. Mandalorian they, they, had nothing to do with their success. Mandalorian's done. 
You're talking about today, Mandalorian's done. If you don't have WandaVision, you have nothing. But I'm saying, like, why Why would you... But you don't understand the idea that you're like... Like, it's not like this was, like, season one of The Mandalorian and we're trying some stuff out. It's season two. They put it out, and it was successful. They put out, like, Soul. That was successful. They put, like... They put stuff I out. Knew. It's not like... It's not like... Like, you're making it seem like... Disney Plus is out here trying to play catch up to HBO Max because Warner Brothers put out a statement saying like all of our movies that we were going to put out in 2021 are coming to HBO Max at the same time and it's like so <laughs> like I mean like like I'm not saying that the the the, the Warner Brothers roster is terrible or anything I want to see The Matrix I want to see Dune I want to see Godzilla but I'm just saying that it's like that was a a controversial like, you don't think that Disney could have been like, hey, Black Widow is coming to, to Disney+. Plus." Like, if they were afraid of Warner Brothers, that's what they would have done. But they didn't do that. Because they're like, we don't got to do what they do. We're Disney. We're Marvel. We're Star Wars. Like, we're good. Okay, look, I'm just telling you how executives think. They look at the bottom line. You're, you're telling. I feel like you took, took a hit on the on the Mulan thing. You're telling they were, me they were gonna have they were gonna have two months of no content when their competitors putting stuff out. Hey, you're, you're telling me how AT and T, Warner Brothers, DC executive oh, didn't didn't uh wasn't the WandaVision release date set before DC made any announcement? Warner Brothers made any announcement for HBO Max? It, it might have been. I don't know. I think like, it was. It, it very well might have been. I, I guess my thing is more than anything. It's like I think they just felt strongly enough about the finished product that they were like, "We're gonna put it out." I think and, they felt that there was gonna be a huge gap after Mandalorian was done, and they needed something to fill it. And WandaVision is what they had, and that's why it was scheduled. At what point they scheduled it doesn't matter. They didn't. They had nothing. They needed something. It's what was done, so it's what went first. No, I mean, well, I, next week. Next week, oh, DC will fill uh, fill that gap with Dragon Dick. <laughs> Listen, what I will say is this: is if you're if you're saying that what what you believe is that the executives over at Disney Plus are trying to make sure that there's a new show that they feel will uh, will will um, appeal to their audience every week. Like I 100 agree with you in the sense that I feel like. As soon as Mandalorian's done, they're trying to have an MCU thing. And as soon as the MCU thing is done, they're trying to have, like, you know, whatever they think, like, the next, like, whether it be Star Wars thing or the next Marvel thing or the... It's going to be another MCU thing. They don't huh? have any Star Wars stuff ready. It's going to be another MCU thing. Oh, whatever. Okay. I mean, like, I, you're saying it like people don't want to see whatever else it is like no i'm can, saying it like that's what's going to happen if, how you want to interpret it it's up to you i'm telling well, you what's gonna happen. if disney plus was just okay here's your star wars show here's your marvel show here's your star wars show here's your marvel show guess what that probably works <laughs> like they're yeah, probably that, that that's why that to be the place the case that's what i'm telling you that's what they're doing they had an empty space yeah, they needed something to fill it they threw one division in and then when one of it that gives them time it buys them a few months to finish uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So when WandaVision finishes, you know, throw that in. That's going to give them time to finish Loki. That goes in there. And by that point, you might start getting some of these movies out, too. 
We have uh, three more, uh, two in minutes and ten seconds to keep this round and round going. Is there anything else you got to talk about, Wandavision? Yeah, I mean, so so basically, all, all, what what I'm just basically trying to say is, it's a bold move. I'm not certain if it's going to work or not, just because I feel like there's a certain amount of the audience that may not connect with this particular format for those first two episodes. At the same time, though. They're going to go to 70s sitcoms next. And in the same way how Oz was talking about how he found the 60s sitcoms funnier because, you know, I, like as you go through the decades, comedy changes. 70s sitcoms and that kind of comedy. Huh? That's, that's not what I said at all, but go ahead. Yeah. What, did, what did you not say? I didn't say I enjoyed 60s more. I said their version of the 50s was, was crap. They did a better job when they got to the 60s. Isn't that what I just said? No, because I like 60s shows. I say I'm saying one division did a crappy job on their 50s and did better on their 60s. But you're saying I don't like 60s the whole 60s genre at all. I, I'm, I'm literally saying the opposite of that. I'm saying you like the 60s more. Oh, then you're definitely wrong because I enjoyed the shows from the 50s more. I love I love, I love Lucy and <laughs> Honeymooners. I forget what decade uh, monster. Oh, now you're saying the opposite of what you just said. Look, look, you got 40 seconds to rate this piece of shit. I, I, like, I'm sitting here yeah. like, look, I yeah. don't know what Oz is trying to like, Oz is like, oh, look, well, you're the host. You're you're with that, I'm going to take the opposite portion. Yeah. Like, well, I don't listen, dude. Like, what, whatever makes you feel better, you can disagree with me look. whichever way you choose to. And 24 seconds. You know, all this seconds. Stuff. Oh, listen, what, what I'm saying is this is I feel like the next episodes, as we get to the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, are going to start resonating with people more. And I think they're going to start, of course, the underlying story, like the mystery that 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 will be unpacked, is going to get more and more unpacked in each of these episodes. It's crazy. Like they have sword logos in there, which I don't know if you all saw that or not. Everybody saw that. It, it was enough sit down. Yeah, no, I don't think everybody did because it's like so. Like it's not. Yeah, because it's like if you're if like. It's what it's like a modified version of the the logo from the comic, and and they changed the name apparently, which I didn't even know. I don't know mm-hmm. how people know this stuff because it's not sword anymore. Well, it's, it's sword, still but sword, it's but but the 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 in the, the comic sword is sentient. I mean, I said it's it's uh no yeah no it's oh uh, yeah but they did that with shield too that yeah they did that with shield Disney way right. of doing it yeah but but they tell you that in the movie in yeah. this. They just changed it. I'm like, why do how do people need to know? They'll tell you after. Look, it, look, at this point, they don't need, they don't want to change it, but they have to because they don't want do to because they don't want to pay Bendis. This, I mean, sorry, this they don't want to pay feel like this segment feels like it's been going on since the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to pay Josh Newton more, because, you know, because he created Sword, and he's racist. Wait, I, you, you still got to pay Josh Whedon whether you change the name or not. Maybe not as much. I no, you don't know his contract, Larry. <laughs> I look, you still got to pay Josh Wheat. Yeah, so anyway, Warner Brothers proved you don't. <laughs> no, listen, hey, Josh they said legal proof. Proof. no, you, you noticed there was no report that was like, oh, Josh Wheat didn't get paid. Nobody was like, we cut his, we, we didn't cut his check. <laughs> so, anyway, so there's a lot of stuff happening in the show. It, it's yeah, it, it's interesting. I personally enjoyed it. But I don't know, like, if you're not a student of TV or sitcom television, I don't know if you would. 
and we'll I, see. We'll see. I don't know who's interested in watching a TV show that the reviewer who enjoys it points out that you have to be a student of something. Like I, I don't watch TV to learn. <laughs> Clearly, right? Exactly. Jay, <laughs> what would you rate Wandavision? I would give it a three out of five. Mm-hmm. Like I like the sitcom stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. They haven't sold me on the mystery yet, mm-hmm. uh, but I actually do like really enjoy the comedy. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy the comedy. Just before, like, there's no, we don't need, there's no comments and chat or anything that we need to talk about before we. Uh, Tiger Claw in chat says. WandaVision leads directly to Doctor Strange 2, but they haven't filmed that one yet. They're busy filming Spider-Man 3 at the moment, so it's a long way to see the end result of that. Mm. Uh, he also wants to know if uh, everyone loves seeing Drunk Vision. <laughs> which I did. There it is. Jay loved I mean, it. He, Paul Bettany did a good job at that, but again, Vision's a construct, so it's okay. <laughs> Oz, what would you rate WandaVision? Episode one, two. Episode three, three and a half. A three. Uh, episode two, sorry. So a three average? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Between two of them, yeah, three. Got you. Uh, Moses Magnum, what would you rate? Uh, being a student of sitcoms, <laughs> um, you can get me to watch any sitcom for a few episodes. And as far as sitcoms go, uh, I could keep watching this one, partly because of that little bit of mystery. I know Joe's not sold on it, but mm-hmm. uh, look, I'm not that sold on it either. But it, it, look, I was hoping the, the, the sitcom gimmicky shit would be over by episode two and we'll get into the real shit. But that's clearly not happening. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I give it a, a four. Um, because they actually do play with the style, like they shot it with the actual, like in in the actual way. Maybe not film, but those camera f- uh, lighting and, and wardrobe to lift everything. Yeah, yeah. But but and here's the thing: when like Joe mentioned earlier, when it switches to like she's looking at the camera. You can tell it's still done in a 50 style, but you could tell that it's shot in 4K at like 60 frames per second. And that adds a whole other level of eeriness in terms of like you're not used to seeing one like I Love Lucy like that or the monsters like that. You're not used to seeing them upscale, you know. So to me, like that technical aspect of it. But again, I'm just a snob for shit like that. But it's a, for me, that's a, that gives it a four. Like so the you, think, you, think, you think they should have made it fuzzy like like glamour shots in the nineties? When it gets to the nineties, maybe. But no, I, I just they they did do it like they, it looked like it was a show. It looked like Mayberry, <laughs> you know, like the the set of that town square with the gazebo looked like Mayberry. I could have seen you know, uh, fucking Gomer Pyle singing with that deep voice, and it goes shows hell. But um, but, yeah, like, into a, a dip, you know. 
but it, it just, you know, it, it looked like it. And then when when it switches to the eeriness, like you can tell that it's just it it looks like it, but in 4K at 60 frames per second. So it, 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 it like that adds to the eeriness. Like when when she's noticing shit, it swaps frame rate and quality, and, and that adds. It, it's really subtle, but it yeah. works. That that for me that gives it a four. They they they, they on the technical level, they they created something. That's, that's some Kubrick shit. Mm-hmm. But these men are no Kubrick. Nah. <laughs> I was just waiting for them to fix, fix the aspect ratio. You're so crazy. You know, yeah, I got tired of looking at it like that. But, Did you really? Um, I, I mean, yeah. It, 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 How can you? It's a fifty sitcom. Or yeah, something. but I, I look. I I'm uh, one of those dudes that used to buy the letterbox version of movies on VHS. You know what I mean? No, like, but, like it, that's a whole different thing, though, because no, letterbox. Yeah, one hundred percent a different thing. Right, but if you watch Seinfeld when it aired and then you watch it now in a different aspect ratio it it, it, it in some instances it's better i mean you're talking about seinfeld which was in the the 90s right it was still shot in a four to three aspect ratio yeah but like you can't do that with dick van dyke again i'm not watching dick van dyke i'm watching wandavision like it, it's fine if you want Wanda Vision that's trying to be Dick Van Dyke. Look, it should be trying to be Wanda and Vision having kids, like in the comics. They shouldn't try to be. They shouldn't put that much work trying to be like a TV show. They should try to be like the comic. They want. I want to see that kind of work ethic. I want to see that kind of work ethic for the source material of the comic, not the fucking filthy sitcom. Well, let's talk about that real quick, because don't get me wrong. I, by no means am I going to try to sit here and say to you, like, oh, it's totally taking the source material from the comic. However, did you read Tom King's vision? Look, again, I have that's, not. That's technically a yes or no question. Okay, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's a no. It's a no. But- okay, so, so, so Tom King's vision is a suburbia... Right, right. Show her pocket. Like he got hired to, for, by the mouse to make a comic that f- is going to feel like the TV show that they're pushing. No, so no, I get it. no, no, no. What are you talking about? This is all predates Disney. Yeah, yeah by a year or so. What? What does that have to do with? Like, so, so you're saying because it happened before Disney in too short of a time it doesn't count when, when did it come out what's the the publication date on if that it came out if it came out before disney then it's not influenced by disney it's literally yeah, it, it literally predates disney i don't know what the exact no, no, you, date. No, you can't say literally if you don't know the date well look somebody can look up the date of of the Thompson comic and the disney buy and we can compare and contrast what i'm saying to you is like it what i can tell you is this for certain when Disney bought Marvel and this comic came out, it wasn't Disney saying like, "Hey, make the Vision comic like this." Because it says this was January twenty third, twenty eighteen. Okay, look, that I feel like that Tom King comic is like a twenty fifteen comic. I don't. Which is after Disney bought it. It's not after twenty fifteen. Yeah. Look, I, okay, uh, Disney bought. I, I had a memory 
on Facebook because my MySpace used to update my Facebook when Disney bought it. So that tells you how, how long ago Disney bought Marvel. What I can tell you is this. Disney did not tell Tom King to write this Vision comic in this way because we're going to make a show about Wanda and Vision five Again, years later. Is this just like that, that show? You, you don't know that, Lawrence. You can't say that for sure. You don't know. I can absolutely say that for certain. Oh, because you're in the investors meeting? In 2017, when was the WandaVision show announced? When, what, when is the time oh. coming? Also, pardon me, uh, the trade came out 2017. Okay, when did the comic come out? I'm looking that up still. And when, when was the Marvel Disney buy? Because I'm just saying, it's like, dude. Marvel like, Disney buy was like 2010, 2011. Yeah, it's got to be like 2009, 2010. We're all the way to 2009. Oh, so you're saying Disney doesn't have a long term plan? I'm not saying they have a long term plan. I'm just saying, like, that's exactly what you just said. I'm saying, like, you're basically saying three years into Fantastic Forum, Disney bought Marvel. I don't think that's true. That That's absolutely true. Like, they bought it, like, right after the first Avenger. But the first Avengers movie is like 20, like, 11 or 12, right? Well, no. It, they bought it before it came out. Iron like Man 1 is like 2008, right? Right. So Iron I Man 2 came out before the Avengers came out, right? Right. Okay, and then that means that Captain America and Thor came out before Iron Man 2, right? They had already bought it by then because the, the, the Thor and Captain America, they changed distribution from Paramount to, like, Disney. There was there was a whole problem with them getting in theaters. So I'm looking looking it up. And August 31st, 2009, was when Disney bought Marvel. Okay. Right. Okay. So so 2009 is when Disney bought Marvel in August. When did the Vision comic come out? Uh, 2016. Okay. So so what we're trying to say is in 2016. Disney told Tom King to write Vision as a suburbia scenario so that in 2020 they can No, 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 no. Not 2020. It was supposed to come out earlier. Okay. Yeah, it was about 2019, 2019. Yeah. They can make uh, a WandaVision TV show. Three-year plan sounds about right. Look, it takes about five years to make a movie. So uh, a TV show for three years seems about right. That's I'm just buying it. ridiculous. I don't I mean, think you don't have to buy it. You already bought the comic and you're buying the TV show. So what the fuck do they care? Look, they didn't, somebody, they didn't somebody that sees through the blur like me. What I what I will say to you is they that me it, cute. is like the vision comic is clearly just like everything else in the MCU, is clearly an inspiration. But it's not a direct one to one. Like literally, vision so, created. So they didn't even follow that either. What I'm saying is. So your argument is bullshit. All right, next. Immortal Warrior. Huh? You haven't even heard the argument. They don't even follow that comic that you're citing. What I'm saying to you is, you're saying that they follow the comic. I'm telling you. I'm asking if they follow the comic. No, no, no. You're not asking. You're telling me. You're like Disney told Tom King to write it this way. No. That's I, what you I, all are saying. And I'm telling you, you're wrong 
And I'm right because I read the comic and you all don't know what you're talking about. You know, it's funny but that we, we get to this point because I made a comment about aspect ratio. Hold well, on. We should have been done with this. Yeah, it is your fault, but I want to hear what Joe says. No, I was just saying by you all, you mean Mo and Oz. I do yeah. mean Mo and Oz, not you, Jay, because you got the good sense to be yeah, quiet. I mean, look, you don't know about. We all know. Like, we, we all know. We all know Star Lord's mask didn't get changed. His personality didn't get changed what? before the movie came out. So yeah, no, 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 talking about Guardians. The Guardians absolutely got hijacked by Disney. Nobody's saying that's not the case. Look, the, the, what you're I, trying to say? What you're trying to say is that Tom King is a little more nuanced and masterful at, at giving you no, the plan and making you feel why that didn't why didn't feige say hey don't don't mess with the guardians of the galaxy you're gonna fuck up our plans because nobody knows anything about the guardians of the galaxy except for me and 24 other people that's look, us. kevin feige didn't know about it right that's what i'm saying look, look when i said nobody and uh, 24 other people i was including feige i'm oh, talking about look, let's do it more than we already we're already uh no, no, four Listen, can, can I can I go ahead and give my my rating? No, division. No, because you love. We it. already know it's a five out of five. It's not a five out of five. Oh my, no, ten out uh, of five. Yeah, sorry. Yes, you're right, Oz. It's a ten out of five because I'm you, and I'm like, yes, all everything that DC does is amazing. No, it's ten out of five because you can't explain it right, including math. By the no. way, Larry, thank you for this casserole. Uh, my pleasure, buddy. Wait, did you just finish a bottle of Jägermeister <laughs> and now you're on tequila? Well, I finished both already. This is like I thought you were drinking beer and then you turned the bottle a little bit. Like that's a fucking bottle of Jaeger. He's he's down. Yeah. Mo's yeah. not tomorrow. Hunter Master. The Jägermeister was a prop. <laughs> it was I'm with Diet Coke with uh with whiskey. Sorry, Larry. Four. I'm gonna give it four out of five. Next thing, let's do Immortal Warrior. The Immortal Warrior. <sighs> Jay. Yes, we must. We look, like, hey, hey. I don't like your negativity. We must. Jay, talk about the Immortal Warrior. What is it? Uh, the Immortal Warrior is a movie about a man <laughs> named Abugar, who's part of the Tupan, Tupanaba tribe, who's blessed by Munya to live forever as long as he fights Anhanga and never gives up fighting. Uh, it takes place through different periods in the history of Brazil. Uh, starting with 1566, uh, when uh, the French come and they get uh, the people to fight the Portuguese and they end up getting wiped out to 1825, um, where uh, he's fighting, uh, helping fight slavery and fight the Portuguese government to the 1950s, where they're fighting the dictatorship government, the military dictatorship, to 2096, 
where they're fighting for water. And it's basically a love story because this warrior it's uh, loves love of his life named Diana, who uh, basically is reborn every so often and he finds her and rekindles her infinite love together. And uh, yeah, that's basically what it is. Uh, Mo, you obviously have some stuff you want to say about it. Let's uh, let's hear it. Yeah, it, uh, th- I was like, man, okay, this sounds tight. He's gonna be fighting this deity empowers this guy to keep fighting, but he—that's he, the the fine print. He, he keep fighting, <laughs> not to defeat. <laughs> so he never progresses anything, except for fucking this chick generation to generation. So this is really like a date rapist, like wet dream. <laughs> like he just yeah. waits for this chick to be born so he could get laid again. Like it, it's not, it, you know. Uh, watch the fountain. Watch the fountain. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm sorry. It's true, though. <laughs> it's true. That's what the fountain. The fountain yeah. is just a guy trying to beat cancer in on three different timelines, and it's like it's that. <laughs> like eventually, he just transcends, and cancer still gets there because you know what? Cancer is cancer is built into us to get you to stop living. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so this is like I, I was in. Like I love. I like. The idea of learning of the conquistadors of Brazil because I'm not well versed in those because I got nobody in my. There was a girl that I liked in high school that was Brazilian, but she was really white. So I'm like, yeah, she. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> and that that's that's about that's the closest I got to like uh, Brazilian culture. And uh, so, and then this is like, okay, I like this idea. You know, I, I've dabbled with ideas uh, of creating my own shit like that with Mesoamerican shit. And it's like, oh, I like this. And nah, this is just a guy that, that just, uh, he, I like how he gets the power. It's like one of those totem moments. Like it reminds me of the, the Spider-Man with the spider totem, you know, and so that's cool, but Mo, the guy really does nothing with it other than Mo, get laid. Let me ask you something, Mo. Yeah. If the movie was called something different, if it was called maybe something like Immortal Rio, Love, Rio 2096 Love and Fury, would that have been like, would that change your opinion? I know it does have a different name in Brazil. So it, it, I I could have like even the fury part like he's not that furious <laughs> like he doesn't fight like he he literally he survives the second the, the 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 last third of the movie he survives by not fighting and just waiting for the chick like he just gives up so it, it's like he's not really a warrior I, I get it like in the second time that she gets reincarnated and he gets a family. And then you see how that goes. And it's like everything in this movie tells you, you know what, just keep fighting and just keep killing because these fucking humans are just going to repeat everything. So why not just eradicate all of them? And uh, and you can just have the power. Like, that's really it. Like, just make sure. And then eventually some paramecium or something will evolve and that'll be the thing you fuck. 
you know, 3,000 years after humanity has been destroyed by you. Like, <laughs> you know? Because ultimately, it's just about who he's going to fuck in the next 25 years or so. Okay. So, uh, Oz, what did you think? Uh, it, it, uh, it's basically a Hawkman, Hawk Girl <laughs> love story with political undertones. So, I'm out. I've seen that story. I've seen how it ends. I tried looking at it like that to like it, but it, it just, at, at least in between they meet each other, they do something. And here it's like they do, but even the people in their wake of this like star-crossed lover thing, like they don't. I don't even care if they get hurt through it. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, I I don't mind a star-crossed star-crossed lover movie or story or whatever. And I vaguely interested in the Hawkman Hawk Girl aspect of it but when you start getting to oh well now he's fighting it politic for political reasons even though he's supposed to fight this dude it's just you know okay I see what you're trying to do I'm out I don't need that uh Mary Young what did you think you know I mean I personally from a story perspective I liked it I I thought that it was generally a good story. And, you know, honestly, my gripe with it was the animation. Mm. I, felt, I felt like this, this, like, literally that same exact story, but with, like, better, better animation, I think would have come across completely different. And don't get me wrong. I hear what Mo and, and Oz are saying, and I I can understand where they're coming from. At the same time, you know the politics of it doesn't doesn't really bother me, and because I didn't feel like here's the thing, the politics were obvious, but at the same time they weren't like heavy handed, and that I, I feel like that's kind of the main thing where it's like, you know, when your message feels like it's hitting your audience over the head, that's when I'm like, ugh. You know, like, what are you doing here? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have that message, because I, I might agree with the message. What I'm saying is, you told people they were coming to see a movie, and if you tell people you're coming to see a movie, but what you're really doing is like feeding them a pamphlet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like friggin' hitting them with like propaganda, basically. That's when everything breaks apart for me. This doesn't feel like propaganda. It obviously had a, a, a obvious uh, message to it, but it felt like it was intertwined with the story they were trying to tell enough to me that I was like, okay, I'm down with it. It's just the, the, the big gripe for me was like, okay, the animation is kind of no good. Yeah. And step up to a whole other level for like, like I, I, I honestly feel like people's impression of this entire story would be completely different if it was like Studio Ghibli. So Lawrence mm -hmm. Lawrence Lawrence prefers that 
it be made by Asian slave labor. <laughs> yeah. What what I'm looking for in, in my animation is Asian slavery. Because that's what makes me feel good. What um I'm joking. What I got the message I got from this that last part out, you savages. <laughs> <laughs> the the message I got from uh in fact that's the title of this episode. What I need from my animation is slave labor. Uh, uh, a mayor young original um uh the message i did get from this is larry like with all you know the the criticism i have it did have the message and it's that the indigenous gods are just as useless as the christian gods mo's like whatever feels the most anti-religious is what i want to go for i'm not mad at that yeah, because it's like really, it's just the same bullshit. It's like you you empower this guy to do nothing, and that's that's you know that that's all it. Like <laughs> it's nothing. Humanity is destined to destroy itself. We are our own cancer. Okay. So, my my take was not quite that nihilistic. <laughs> but but hey, what do I know? <laughs> like after your WandaVision chunk, nothing. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> it turns out I don't know anything about sitcoms. So you, to really enjoy it, you have to be you have to be a student uh, of Brazilian politics and revolution. I don't know anything about Vision Comics, Wanda Comics. I don't know anything about Brazil. Anything. Finally, one honest thing on this show. I'm I'm out here clueless. I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Who did it? What's their so, name? So, what would you guys rate this, Mo? What, what would you rate it? Look, I, I like Rodrigo Santoro, and I want him to get paid. So, I I, I give him a two. Like he get this movie gets. Uh, <laughs> I want him to get paid. I'll give him a two. You don't, yeah. you don't want to get paid that bad though. <laughs> yeah, what, two out of five. I mean, like, if you didn't know I, who that guy was, it'd be like a one. No, it'd be like a point five. Like, I like the power set. Yeah. It just, he didn't do nothing with it. He didn't fly beyond that first scene. Well, he flies at the end. Oh, so you weren't at watching the end. Okay. Yeah, like, it, look, I watched it, but it, look, the fly, the thing is, what the, the warrior part. And so you said he only flew once. And since he flies like a bunch of times, it kind of feels like you didn't watch it. Look, either time it wasn't useful as him fighting the other deity. He could have flied a hundred times. Look, he didn't was, fight the other deity. With I was that the benefit of the doubt, thinking that he was talking about fly as a human. Uh, that's flew, what I was thinking. He flew as a human twice. Right. And that's what I'm saying. He flew twice. I Right. No, I I agree. Well, the first time was the one that mattered, and the second time was what? What was the second time? Look, if I didn't clearly I didn't watch it. Enlighten me. Why did he fly the second time? Why did he fly? Or to get to the other side. To what purpose? Because Oz is right. He flew to get to the other side. All right. None of those are much like the proverbial chicken. Right. <laughs> None of those were to defeat the Myang Yang or whatever the fuck you call that villain. What? 
none of those were to defeat the Liang Yang or whatever. I'm just See, saying that's the thing. I think you might be taking us like well, never mind. Go ahead. You you do you. You say it, Jay. Look, talk look, say it with your chest, Jay. Say it with your chest, because you be you're in it. See, you're you're here to call us on our bullshit. It's so I, especially those two. Especially those two. Okay. <laughs> you're thinking about him fighting literally fighting the demon, but right. that's never what this was about. This was about fighting his influence, fighting the invaders because the demon lived in them, fighting for freedom when the uh, the demon was like uh, part of the uh, is basically the people the the oppressors, like, right? The oppressors' works were the influence of the demon and fighting right. the oppressors is fighting the demon. That's how you fight him. Right. It's not literally going to the demon and having. Right. So how did he fight them? How did he fight? Well, yeah. he. Um, I mean, he literally fights to the death the first time. Yeah, he. Hey, hey, he's a big boy. You don't need to help him. No, oh, oh, he well, made I, he made he made his thing. Okay, joke. Oh, look, look, if you say Joe can do it on his own, I'll let you. Like, that's the thing. Like he he's the one saying I'm not doing it right. You told him to speak from the chest. All of a sudden you're like, well, he fought to the death to the first. Like, this ain't jail, Larry. You can't have a, a, a the back of somebody. This is fantastic form. This is harder than jail. <laughs> Listen, well, if that's the case, then tell tell us let go of your pocket then. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's, he's he's making sure I'm relaxed with his hand in my pocket. He fought his tribe. He fought to keep his tribe from going to war with the Portuguese by cutting down the trees. Uh, when that didn't work, he fought by taking the survivors, uh, trying to get the survivors away. He was killed. And what, uh, when they told them when they told them what this demon was gonna do, what did they tell him he was gonna do? When the what? When when he was given the powers, the powers were bestowed on him. They said, "Oh, this demon's gonna do this." What did they tell him the demon was gonna do? What did they tell and, him the demon was gonna? It was gonna do? pollute the land, chop off the trees. Like it was gonna come with other people from across the sea. So he stopped the fight with the Portuguese. He cut off the trees. He propagated that that initial cut hair of an idea of deforesting and polluting the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I don't see that at all. Well, that's what happened. And here's the thing. If the movie, like you said earlier, if the movie wasn't called Immortal Warrior, like, Which technically it's not. It's, it's not, but that's that. Look, when you sent me that pre-production text, watching Mortal Warrior, when I when I hit the search, it says watching Mortal Warrior. What 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 you're doing though is is blaming Joe for American marketing. No, no. no I, I'm not blaming Joe for American marketing. I'm blaming Joe for my review of this movie. Like, <laughs> where's the it, of American marketing though? I'm watching Immortal Warrior. I'm watching a, 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 a Immortal Date Rapist. Now, how is it 
date rape. It's not date rape. She consents, right? Every time. I mean, she yeah. consents, but he knows. He, he, she knows that he's reincarnated and he's consenting to date rape. Like, are you even? She's consenting to date rape. That's what you just said. You know how, that does not make any sense. Oh no, hey, you have look, to know that. Go to look. Stand before a judge when the drunk chick tells you you raped her. Like that. That's, Indian, that's, oh boy, like, did that though. Who's the, who's the the Indian dude? Yeah, look, I, I'm not going to debate his merits. All I'm saying is this is no. generation from generation knowing that that's going to be her, so he could just swoop in. They and literally tried to, try to cancel him and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not date rape. But right. date rape was something different. No love bombing. He love bombed her. Wait, like is, you is, just like happened is not pilgrim or is that something different? I don't know what love bomb is, but it sounds uh, I don't know. We're supposed to do a new story about sex bomb. Oh, sex yeah. bombing. That's different. That that Look, sounds more nefarious. All I know, all he did instead of actually like, because he didn't. Did he? Did he actually stop the demon at the end? No, it's it's an it's one of those right. fights. Like, I'm going. Immortal. I rest. I, yeah, I rest my case. He's immortal. He got another shot. Is a sick like, bomb. It's not, it's not a thing he can win. Like <laughs> okay. his goal isn't to win. Okay. The shaman didn't tell him. You have to win," he said. "To fight, right? And yeah. give up fighting. Look, as useless as the Christian gods. Damn, damn. Moses don't respect Christian gods or Brazilian gods. Well, I used to read. I used to respect. Until I saw this movie. His belief, like his belief, waffles. Like the That's things true. he says. Like yeah. So you got Mo any. Any other week, it's one thing or another. Oh, wait, you Mo's belief or the guy in the movie? Yeah. No, yeah, Mo's waffles. Oh, I, I, I think that that I think that is accurate for both, for Mo and for the guy in the movie. Right? You, you mean I believe in Jesus one week and not another? No, no, I don't. I don't think you ever believe in Jesus. <laughs> no, not Jesus. But you have said you believe in gods before. A higher power. Yeah. You said you believe in death, and that's death. your God. Right. Who, and then who sometimes you're like, all gods are useless. Is death yeah. up for debate? Well, like, I didn't even realize. Like, like, that's the Trump era. Kelly and Kyle are like, death on your mood. What, and, that's and that's the thing. This movie changed all that past. Because now it's like, yeah, really nothing. It's just, this, that's it. We're just us, and, and that's it. They're all useless. My, my wife is trying to bring back the death is only the certain one, but you can't you can't pray to death and you can't Wait. tell death to continue, Mo. I'm sorry. Yeah, like you can pray to death, but it's not gonna do anything. And uh the, the only reason I like death is because it, it doesn't discriminate, it takes everybody. Yeah, but yeah. now with this, like death isn't gonna give anybody powers, you know. And uh the powers aren't bestowed by death, it's just that he no, doesn't no. Look, it's just all I'm saying is like, yeah, this movie kind of if it look, it gets that extra point because it taught me a little something. It's like, yeah, even I, you're right, Joe. I was fucking stupid, just like anybody that believes in any other horseshit. 
Right. Thank you, Joe, for showing me this movie. That that's exactly that was Joe's entire point. He's like, You're stupid. One, I, I never said you were stupid. Oh, I and heard it. I think watching this movie did make you smarter. Now you know a little bit more about the history of Brazil. <laughs> Whether you admit it or not, you, you did learn something. No, right? that's true. I know with your memory, you're you're gonna keep all these facts and dates in mind. <laughs> it is true. They're gonna be yeah. they're gonna be with you for a long time. And uh, if I had better prepared, one of the things that I like most about this movie is just seeing Brazil through these different time periods. I think it's interesting. It's not something as an American that I get to see a lot of. I felt exactly. This is actually only the second movie that I've seen dealing with the uh, the uh, the government, uh, like the eighteen hundreds, Mexico, Brazil. Yeah. What's the first movie? Um, La, La Leyendas, the, uh, the, uh, was it the Chupacabra one? <laughs> Listen. I, I don't remember if it was the Chupacabra one or the, I think just, it was. It, it, it sounds like this movie is going to make Mo appreciate Yara Flora a little bit more. Here's. I actually Wait. did. That that this is this is why I wish we did talk about Immortal Warrior back then. I, if you go back and listen, like sit, re, like my my review of the Yara Floor Wonder Woman with that no, like, back then you're talking about last week. <laughs> last week. It feels like oh, okay, I'm making sure. I was like, you said like when you said back then, I was like, God damn, what was that? What was that? I was like, wait, Yara Floor, that was last week, right? Like you made it sound like it was ancient history, but it was like I like, wanted to though. Look, if you actually look, click subscribe. The video's up here somewhere. If you go back when we were talking about it, I kept trying to push into us going into an Immortal Warrior review so I can compare and contrast. I remember. So, yeah, but and I that's it yet. Yeah, but look, I, we did him a. Fa- we would have done him a favor. Nah, I, I think he learned a little about Brazil too. I didn't I didn't watch it. Oh, you son of a bitch. You didn't watch I, it? I hate no. so much. God <laughs> damn. I, look, I I try I tried. I texted. I thought all of you guys were maybe just Mo, hey, I need a review copy because I can't find it. And look, and it's so bad that we couldn't get a review copy. He doesn't have Prime. Oh. I, no, I don't have Prime. So, Why are your packages so slow? But I read a synopsis of it, and I, I got the I got the picture, and then you, you get started talking about it. Not the picture. Oh. Every synopsis. What did they say about this movie that was wrong? Tell me something I said that was wrong. Nothing. I didn't read. I didn't read uh, the Hawkman Hawk Girl thing you're talking about. So oh, that's been any Hawkman. Yeah, just you couldn't have spoke on this movie. If it, you it, it doesn't. It doesn't even. It doesn't equate Hawk Man, Hawk Girl, in my opinion, and that's wrong because Hawk Man and Hawk uh, and Hawk Woman is a mutual thing. Now, don't get me wrong. They oh, don't, so this date rape? No. Yes, it's, it is. It's, <laughs> it's it's date rape. It's not date rape in this movie. Maybe in some points in Hawk Hawkman manipulation, right? Because sometimes they don't remember until after they have sex. 
No, nah, but in this movie, like you know, he he picked her out, and he's like, okay, I she's with a dude, and he's like, I'm still gonna do my thing. Hawkman and Hawkgirl, like they, they don't even neither one of them knows until it happens until they fall in love, and then the memories come back. If you're a guy, and you're like, well, she's not married, and he's not trying to like disrespect the relationship, but he's like, she's not married. That's not the same thing. It's not yeah. like he's like, oh, I'm trying to mess around and like. You know, moving on your bro. girl. They're still bro codes. They're not bros. I mean, they were fighting the same demon. That no, they're not fighting the same demon. They fight against the same cause. But this guy knows that it's perpetuated yeah. by a demon. The other guy is like, oh well, hey, the government. And it's like he's like, this guy doesn't even treat me well when I'm not trying to get his chick. And that's where this movie really like depressed me because it's the perpetuality of like futility of humanity like it's just a revolving wheel that just keeps crushing century from century i feel i feel like if you were black you would be like i get it (laughs) what if i tell you what if i told you that being black is only one spoke in that perpetual wheel Mm -mm. you're not gonna sell me on that one Nah, man. Like we're living in a Groundhog Day, just a cosmic one. Being being black is the friggin' center, the center of the whole. Like all the spokes come off us. All right, but we gotta say if you were black, you would understand this Brazilian story better. Yeah, listen. The set. Like if you if you have seen the movie, you would understand that joint because the second the second life is literally all about. Being dark Brazilian, yeah, that I actually it, like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's like literally a thing where it's like this fool is Latino Africanos, and it's about like his struggle as that, and why that it's makes deep. his life different than it would if. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. The first story is about him being like ancient Brazilian, and that's a whole different thing. But he's light skinned, well, not light skinned, but he's like brown Brazilian to begin. He's like before and, they brought black people and white people. Right. But, but in the second life, he's he's dark Brazilian. And that's a whole different life than he that he led as a dark Brazilian. Like this, like his family was free and put into slavery because they were dark. You know, it's like it's messed up, dude. It's like it's it's like like, and here's the thing. It's like, I get it, where it's like, I could uh, totally understand the idea of, like, man, it's, fu- it's futile. But it's like, dude, it's like... Yeah. But life you, is when futile. You, when you, right, right. Like, like, when, you, when yeah. you're a dark person, it's like, that futility is kind of just a part of your existence. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when you mess around, you're just like, dude, like, it's crazy. Like, the world is a crazy place, and you just watch things happen, and you're just like, man... If that was me, it would have turned out a whole different way. But it is me. I mean, yes and no. I'm destined to be born. I'm destined to die. And it, all that matters is what happens in between. But really, nothing really happens. It's just you're just you're awake and then you die. And, and it's that's all it is. I mean, and that's, that's why I can't get with racism, because we all are born the same and we all die the same. Like, I mean, yes and no, though, Mo. Like, you know this. Like, trust me, I've known you long enough that you know I know. Like, where it's like, like, I know 
that for a moment in time you could have dated somebody that was like of Caucasian or Jewish descent and they were like he's cool I couldn't do that right but that that shit ain't even important like no it, it's 100% important no it's not <laughs> because you still have to cry you're all that's just we're all marching towards the grave like no, but, but that's the whole point where it's like it's like you had a moment where it was okay I don't ever get that moment. It wasn't that okay. I, look, I'm not saying it was 100% good. I'm saying, like, yeah, look, I'm not saying somebody looked at you or, like, questioned you. What I'm saying to you is there were some people that questioned you and some people that didn't. What I'm saying is no, nobody has any questions about me. They're like, nah, he's no good. You are no good. <laughs> that's it. And, and that's the title of the episode. Mary Young's no good. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah. oh, Lord. What what would you rate this? I would give it I think I have to give it like a three and a half. I want to give it more, but I can't because the animation quality is what holds it back to me. I feel like the story itself works. And I really feel like if the animation was there, like people would think about this whole thing differently. And it's one of those things where it bothers me a little bit because, you know, I, I like, I want to give it like a four, but it's one of these things where it's like, I see, I, I can't be mad at people for saying like, you know, the flaws in it. And I think part of that, like people will say there's flaws in the story, but what they really mean is they don't like the way it looks. And and that's okay because it doesn't look good all the time. Some moments it does, other moments not so much. And that's the main problem with it. Like I promise you, like I said, if, if it was like a level of animation, like a studio, a, a studio Ghibli had done this, I feel like they would be like, Wow, this story is amazing. And it's just one of those things where it, it's just like comic. The art matters, you know what I mean? Where it's like Sometimes it's like the art is what makes or breaks something. So I have to give it a three and a half. And I wouldn't be surprised if other people give it lower. But it's good. But it's not great because of the way the animation is. So that's that's my my uh, rating. Okay. Uh, I would give it a five. <laughs> Get the listen. fuck out of here for real. Hey, Listen. That, like, that feels very on brand for Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe is the kind of dude that can see past all of that. I mean, realistically, yes, it probably deserves a four and a half. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong about the animation being off at times, mm -hmm. uh, but there are it's some awesome. times where it does excel. It does. So like, I feel like the uh, the hallucinations were really amazing to me like i thought those were great like fantastic dark um and uh there's a couple of scenes where the cgi actually looks like really good i, I love the look of future brazil um the city yeah like 
Yeah, it looks good to me. Yeah, no, you're right, but the people don't. Right. Like, the people <laughs> look good to me. Yeah, all right, right. And, I, I feel you. So, yeah, I would give it a, a four and a half. Yeah, like, you- it would be better if the people looked better, but there are some places where the ex- art does excel. So, like, all together, I would say four and a half. Um, and those windows were bomb. I love the future windows. <laughs> and, uh, Listen, I'm mad I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm mad at myself. I'm like, God damn, he's right. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, up next. It's time for a, a heavy metal minute. Yes, it is. And then after that, we'll do some news. Let's go. All right, this is another um, John Schaefer update from Ice Earth. Yeah, we talked about how he ended up um, in the insurrection <laughs> a couple weeks back. And uh, there's some developing news there, one of which is you cannot buy merch anymore. You go to IcedEarthMerch.com, it's blank. There's nothing. I tried to buy some uh, Ice Earth Black Flag coffee. And it's gone. The skate decks, the incorruptible skate decks, all gone. <laughs> nothing. No shirts. Nothing. It's gone. Um, another thing that had happened is that he has turned himself into the authorities in uh, somewhere in Indiana, according to WISH. He went on Sunday, the seventeenth, and uh, turned himself in. Uh, the FBI is charging him with six counts of things, six crimes. Uh, something about uh, unlawful entry, inciting violence in the in a uh, Capitol building, you know, little stuff like that. That you know, half of them are probably realistically half of them are gonna, are gonna stick. Um, there's a picture of him with bear mace, <laughs> so they're probably gonna tie him to macing a police officer or something, even if he didn't do it. Because guess what? He he's a famous person. There, he's gonna do it. Um, and then on top of that, the Century Media website has taken Demons of Wizard, his other band, and Ice Earth off their artist list. So that's, you know, they don't exist anymore for some reason. You know who this guy was. <laughs> he, he goes on stage with an Oath Keeper's jacket. Like, you know who this guy is. All of a sudden, you can't do this. Look, more on that later. Then, now there's people on Kickstarter that want their money back. Now, I'm not one of those people that want the money back. I am one of those people on Kickstarter. The Wicked, Wicked Words book that he did, which is, compiles a lot of like the Ice Earth history, whether it's, whether it's um, interviews and uh, song lyrics and, and things like that, releases, and gets drawn by the great Jim Ballot, the comics legend, if you like independent comics of the 90s, Tarot was the great, you know, at the height of the satanic panic of the 90s, Tarot was one of the best comics that dealt with a being from the occult and hell and all that. Uh, But that's beside the point. People want their money back. They're saying things like, you ruined two bands. All you had to do was make good music and you ruined two bands. And this, look, these motherfuckers... These motherfuckers want their money back. They know who they are. 
they know who Iced Earth is. It's really John Schaefer because he just hires people to be in it. But they know John Schaefer. Like, he literally, he wrote a song about the sons of Aaron. Now, if you hear the song Clear the Way, it talks about a uh, Kentucky battalion, a, a, a fighting regiment of Irish immigrants that came to this country and decided to fight so that they can get uh, citizenship. And they're the sons of Aaron. That's the group. It's a bunch of Irish immigrants. They're the, the Tuskegee of the Civil War, I guess. They just put them Operation Human Shield because they're the immigrants. You know, at one point in America, before people hated the Mexicans coming over the border, they hated the Irish coming over the sea. So a little bit of history there. And because I know history, I know that he was glorifying a Confederate regiment. <laughs> I didn't want my money back. It's history. It's still history whether you like it or not. The fact that your country did horrible things, guess what? Every fucking country does horrible things, and every fucking country does horrible things still. You can write music about it, and you can disagree with the guy writing the music, but if the music's good, you can like it. I'm not the most evolved peop person around. I'm not the most evolved person around telling you that, oh, you can separate the art from the artist. I just like Iced Earth. And I gave my money willingly. I'm not going to ask for it back. <laughs> okay? I gave it. I, I might not give any more money now. You know, I might invest in some Ice Earth bootleg shirts. Because that's not all, all now you can get. <laughs> but I'm not going to ask for it back. So hey, all of you asking for Ice Earth money back, go fuck yourselves. You knew what you were doing. And if you didn't, it's because you don't read your fucking history books. Which is part of the fucking problem to begin with. I'm Moses Magnum. This has been the Heavy Metal Minute. I don't like it. What, what don't you like? I I don't like that. First of all, you, okay, you are trying to find my on-air replacement, and now I got this guy editing his own video and adding graphics. <laughs> I, 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 I don't like it. I'm not trying to find an unnerving for you guys. Look, I do have a duodenum to that heavy metal minute that, that you can't find merch anywhere. So it's not just icethirstmerch.com. It's every uh, other band shirt outlet is is not having it. And, and I hate it. It's the hypocrisy of the whole thing because they didn't give a fuck when he wrote that song about the Sons of Aaron. But all of a right. sudden do and realistically like the people that fan those flames of the stop the spiel in congress are not being held accountable so why should john schaefer be held accountable? you know well listen i oh go ahead mo i mean go ahead uh okay. no you, you you do you first i i was gonna say that while i agree with the sentiment where you're like hey it, it the people in congress should be held accountable and and Schaefer should be held accountable. Anybody that was a part of that whole thing should be held accountable. He, he's I, actually there. There, the government is denying him like a public defender. That's another two of them. I don't wait. The, the 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 government can't deny him a public defender or uh, shouldn't be able the, to. Under the Patriot Act, they can't. You can't. You can't invoke the Patriot Act like the. The government, as far as I know, and, and I might be wrong here, but as far as I know, the federal government doesn't recognize domestic terrorists as 
terrorists. They do when you're not white, but now when you're white too. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, listen, it, when, it you're, when you say not white, all you're talking about is domestic terrorists. They're they're not denying uh, his um. They're they're not denying his, his uh, right to a. Uh, 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 representation, but they're uh, denying his, his. They're not going to offer him bond. They're denying his ability oh, well, to that's have. Different. Yeah. No, that's different. Like you can, you can decide. Like the the federal, the the government, whether it be federal or or even, I mean, like when you're talking about municipal, like they can deny you bond if they feel you're dangerous enough. That's one thing. They can't say to you like, oh well, you don't deserve any representation. So that's a whole different thing. Like if they're telling, uh, there are some situations where they can deny you a public defender. Which yeah. one? Um, one if you have the means to pay for legal defense, then. Oh, they're uh, not denying it. They're just you choose not to. In that case. Wait. Say again. Oh, are you mean like if, if you're rich, they won't offer, they won't let you get a uh, defender? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. And uh, another one which doesn't apply here, but yeah, uh, I mean, if you're not seeking jail time, you can be denied a public defender. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing where it's like the idea is if you cannot secure your own defense, the court will appoint you, a, will appoint a public defender for you. And that's always been the case. Like, it's not for rich people. Where you know, it's like, and it's not for people that were just like, well, I don't want to spend the money. It's like, well, hey, you did the you did the crime, so you're gonna have to spend the money to get yourself your own defense. Realistically, like you know, usually we get this advice on our Patreon, legal advice from me, uh, Moses Magnum. But even if you do, like, if you do choose for a public defender, I'm not gonna say don't do it or do it for anything. But the public defender's job is to just to make sure that the law enforcement agency got the right amount of, of evidence to lock you up. So don't trust the public defender. Go into debt. If you're going to go into debt for something, go into it for a good lawyer. Don't 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 trust the public defender. You're, you're freedom. I agree. Yeah. Right? I would agree with you there. Right? You're right. Because, you know, the public defender probably... Nine times out of ten, probably work closely with the people that are trying to yeah. prosecute well, you. Look, we, we look. We just voted out Jackie Lacey for the same thing. Like she's she's working with law enforcement a little too yeah, close, right. you know. Right. And, and that's the public defenders. That's what they do. So when somebody tells me they're a public defender, it's like, uh, you know, I heard somebody saying that the public defenders don't get access to the vaccine. It's like we're doing the service. I'm like, fuck you. We're just making sure they collected the right amount of evidence to lock anybody up. Well, I mean, listen, I'm not going to say that across the board. Like, no, I'm saying it. I didn't say you say it. I, I, oh, yeah, I speak oh, for me. You like, speak fuck you. you. <laughs> I'm going to say that there's some public defenders that take their job way more seriously than others. Name one. I mean, look, I can make up a name, and you're not going to know whether that's a real person or not. Do it just like so, I do. Just do it for funny effect. Like that's how I did the doctor that they like Dick, Dick Dragon. Dick yeah. Dragon. Yeah, look. Oh, you would have done better with. You would have done better Dragon with Saul Goodman. Is out here fighting for the people. Goddamn! Like you don't know if that's a real public defender or not. Just say it. I I, I said 
said it already. I, now, who's going to say it? I said it no, was no, a test. I said I seen Sal Goodman get people off like when there's video evidence. He's not a public defender. He's not a public defender. He's a public defender. lawyer. But he's also a part. He work. He works as a public defender. The defender to make money on the side. Same thing. He doesn't. He doesn't work for the government. Yes, he does. He gets paid by the government. Have you not seen the show? Because he gives pro bono counsel. Like he's a he's an ambulance chaser for criminals. I seen the show. No, he started off as a public defender. He would he get a check from the government and everything. Gonna, no, because he he wasn't public. He wasn't elected official of the public court. No, no, no. You don't have to be elected. Public public defenders aren't elected officials. Right, right. And and technically, you're both right. But at the same time, it's like. Understand that Saul Goodman wasn't like, or, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, friggin', what's his legal name? Uh, I can't remember what his legal name is. Dr. Well, Keith. By the time he saw Goodman, he's not working for the public. Jimmy McGill. Jimmy McGill, right. Jimmy worked for the public defender's office. Saul Goodman did not. Well, look, I didn't remember Jimmy McGill at the moment. You guys like had me on the spot. I looked at your job to remember I'm Jimmy. I'm not trying to tell you that you're wrong for not remembering, I'm and yet you do. I'm telling you, you're wrong. You're wrong. Hey, look, again, we're not into this perpetuality of humanity. Like we can't go round and round again. Exactly. So what are we talking about? Like, you you now, said something now, about the paper. You want to finish up? We need news music. News music. Okay. You okay? We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, well, not not like that, but like. Ah, you should totally tell Amber to come on the show one of these days. For what? She, she does. She just like doing like she just likes doing set design. Because because we love Amber. I look. I've been fighting to get her to model the shirts that come in these stupid boxes. I get all the time. I'm I'm not listen. That's a completely different thing. I'm not asking her like see you're, you're trying to get her to be like all like sexualized. I'm not trying to Her videos that. are still like among our like <laughs> like videos. They're still on. I, I know that. I was, I was telling Oz that the other day where I was like, dude, I came across a video that we did that forum where like look, I'm I'm not mad at the people for responding yeah. to Amber cuz Amber Amber is is wonderful. They were good videos. They were good videos, and Amber's amazing, and I get why people respond to that. And the set design was on point at the time for the technology of the time. I, I agree. I, I, I'm a, I, look, if you're if you're a dude out there and you come across one of those videos and you feel the need to fap, hit the subscribe and Nobody, notification button, and that. then you know what? It's why? all on you. See, I won't judge you. Because I because I love and respect Oz, I would not say that one hundred percent because that's Oz. No, but I can say it like a little. Sometimes I look at her and I need to clap. We had no choice but to clap because she's like, get away from me. Yeah, she's above my my league. So. I I like these are the times when I hate this whole show. <laughs> you love it. 
you love it just like that reincarnated chick loved it in Immortal Warrior. I, I, I loved it when we were talking about Immortal Warrior and WandaVision. Right at this moment, I'm just like, why? Why are we doing this? Like, why? Like, why did not only why are we doing this, but why is Oz the ringleader? That's what I don't understand. Well, it's her, it's his property that he's talking about. This, look, a woman is not property of anybody. It is in Illinois. It's a person. It's not, not even in Illinois. But even if it wasn't Illinois, I'm not going to recognize that. Whatever. According to a nice birth song, it is. Listen, Listen I'm sure but the couple, right? What'd you say, Jay? That's between the couple, whether or not the wife considers herself property, isn't it? It's no, it's not between the couple. No, Joe. So you're telling them how I, they live. Lawrence no. doesn't believe a woman has a, has the right to choose whether she's property or not. Listen, I am one hundred percent have the right. I am one hundred percent of the of the mentality that a woman doesn't have the right to choose if she's a person or property. I agree, she's a person. One hundred percent every time, huh? No, it's not her choice. It's her choice. It's no, her it's body, not. her choice, Larry. No, it's not your choice. It's her body, her choice. She can't choose to be property. She's if she chooses, she's a person. I don't. No, that's not how that works. That, that body, your choice only. Uh... Our choice works. Like property doesn't choose anything. Larry got mad. We get to news. Yeah. We should get to news, but I'm right either way. Yeah, stop talking about my wife. Let's talk about news. <laughs> Let's move on with the show. How about that? But back about to Isaac's wife, uh, Emily right. said that, that she should talk about Wonder Woman because of the way she did those videos. Like, she wanted to hear Amber's impression of Wonder Woman. But we'll never get that. Damn. Yeah. Because she's, she's lucky I let her wear shoes. Next Damn. story. Damn. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, of shoes, uh, Zack Snyder. Said wait, he what, wait, what, wait, what happened? What about Zack Snyder? I don't know. I, I needed a segue. I'm with you. I'm <laughs> like, with I make you. my own segues, Larry. You know, I just ram it in. Because yeah, he he's Dick Dragon. Yeah, Dick Dragon. I don't need a name like Dick Dragon, though. Like, he's got Magnum. Yeah. Um, but Zack Snyder confirmed on Twitter or Vero or whatever, Parlor somewhere, <laughs> that, Parler. Justice League, yeah, that 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 uh, uh, the Justice League uh, on HBO Max is going to be a movie, not a series. It's going to be a long, hard movie to watch. This, this is the difference between Disney and Warner Brothers, right? Here. <laughs> like, this is it. Because... I, how long? Like I feel like months. We've we felt that this was gonna be a mini series, or some sort. Like like literally, we all felt like I might say it to all come out at once, but it was gonna be like four one hour parts. Well, and all, and all no. of a sudden, Zack Snyder's like, no, it's one four hour movie. Well, that that's the thing at the four part TV series. Was speculation on you, uh, you uh, misinformed YouTubers' opinion, uh, but nobody bothered to ask the man himself. Yeah, well, look when you when you, when you when somebody you, finally did when you take a whole year to fuck up a movie twice, 
It's like at this point, it might as well be a theory. It's like you don't feel like HBO Max would make out better if this joint came out like one hour a week for four weeks than they would if it came out all once, all at once as a four-hour movie. I think, yeah, yeah, I think they would be, they would come out better. But unlike Disney, they listen to the the artist and respect his artistic vision for how this should be presented. They don't just try to cram in something because they have a gap in the schedule. Mm. So Disney's out here like forcing artists to do terrible things. Yeah, I don't know why you're, why you're changing the subject. We're talking about Justice League. I don't well, know why you got to bring Disney and everything. If, you, you, you just said Disney. <laughs> it, it's like, I didn't say Disney. I just said look, I just said Warner Brothers does things they're all this I'm, way I'm and they sure respect the artists. Like I I, I now, actually, if like, you wanna, if you wanna interpret, if I'm, you wanna I'm, interpret not respecting the artist's vision as Disney's way, then no, hey, that, that's you I, Disney better than I If if you would allow me to squeeze me through your thighs here, um, I I feel neither Disney nor Warner Brothers is respecting the artist's vision because <laughs> really it, it, it's about him making money and just like screwing it up, like you know. AT&T doesn't know what they're doing because they haven't had enough time with. Uh, D- Disney has done enough damage that it's like, you know what, people will like it, and if they don't, we'll just give them something in six months that they will. Didn't HBO Max launch before? Or or, or DC Look, he left. launch before Disney Plus? No. What? Disney DC Universe didn't launch before Disney Plus? Oh yeah, but that they, that wasn't AT and T though. Like they launched first, and then AT and T bought it. So they were they were doing their thing, and then AT and T again, not caring about the artist's vision, like intervened in everything, and it's like that. That's when the Swamp Thing had to cancel its shit, and you know the second season of Titans went what it did. So you don't feel like you don't feel like Disney Plus respects the vision of artists. Look, eh, they'll tolerate it, but it, 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 they pick and choose who they they respect. I mean, they they didn't respect. Look, they don't. They don't. They they're all about money. That's who, really who didn't they respect, Mo? Go ahead, say what your chest, Mo. Say what your chest. They they didn't respect Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, how? Look, we're seeing Sword come out now. Well, sword should have come out in Infinity War and and all that because that's a space shit. Wow, <laughs> that's okay. cosmic shit. Like that should have been the introduction to sword. Okay. Instead, we get it as, as a tidbit at the end of Far From Home. I mean, oh, okay, like whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> it's what it is. Like it's how I. I think. I guess that's what it is. You wouldn't have you wouldn't want me here if I didn't say it how I see it. That, I, you were right. I would not want you here if you didn't you didn't call it like you see it. I agree. All right, what else is happening in news? Uh speaking of Joss Whedon and not respecting the artist ATT that is is a uh, uh Ray Fisher released a uh recorded phone call about what his investigation was like with uh, his allegations with Joss Whedon. 
And uh, Larry, you got to hear it. How like yeah. mind-bendingly like revealing was it? Not not much. What so I why will say is this: what why it's important is because uh, AT and T at a certain point, or what what AT and T or Warner Brothers, whoever you want to say. I don't even. I even at this point, it's hard for me to keep track of who it is we're we're talking about because I don't know. If, like I know Warner Brothers Entertainment, I guess, is different than Warner Brother Pictures, I think. One of them alleged that Ray Fisher was not compliant with the um the investigation and was not like, you know, giving people information, was not showing up to um the he he wasn't showing up to the different um like I guess like not not coming to requested dates and all that kind of stuff you know like basically making it seem as if he wasn't cooperative in the investigation what the snippet of this recording shows is that somebody from the investigation basically saying like hey Ray Fisher, you've been a man of your word. And when you, you, you've you cooperated fully, and when you told us you were going to be there, you were there, and all that kind of stuff. And so, which which goes directly against the claims that the studio was making that he was not compliant. So, that's like, you know, kudos to Ray Fisher in the sense that it shows that he like this is evidence that somebody that was a part of the investigation was literally saying like no you you've been you've been doing you, everything you said you would do you did and it, and i'm pretty sure that that's like damn near a direct quote where somebody was like you're a man of your word everything you told us you would do you did and you went ahead and you told us this stuff even though it was um, you know, potentially detrimental to you as as a individual. So that's cool, and you know, I'll, I'll give him that. At the same time, it's like okay, like you played this part of the recording, and that's it. And that that from for me personally feels suspect because it's like, again, like. We're in a scenario where it's like this dude is not has up until this point hasn't really made any like concrete allegations against against anyone, whether that be Joss Whedon or or Jeff Johns or I mean even Hamada. I don't think like I guess technically he has said that Hamada was trying to cover up for everybody else. But he didn't tell us what everybody else did. So it's right. kind of like, like we don't know what you're, what it is that you're telling us that you covered up for. So would you so, say that if you just accuse everybody of not respecting the artist, he'd have a little more legs <laughs> in his allegation? <laughs> I mean, all I'm, like here, here's my main issue with Ray Fisher and what he has and what he has and hasn't done. 
is I can totally respect the idea of saying like, hey, these allegations are private and I, because I don't want to put my, 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 I don't want to put anything out there due to respect to the investigation that's happening already. That I can totally understand. And I, I get why somebody would be like, hey, I don't want to like mess up this internal investigation by saying something publicly that could potentially affect it. I get that. And that makes sense to me. I also get the idea of putting something out there publicly and being like, hey, I tried to handle this internally, but nobody was trying to hear me. And so I feel like the best way for me to handle this is for me to go ahead and say, let let every let the world know that what's happening over here at Warner Brothers is XYZ. That both of those paths make sense to me. The issue I have with Ray Fisher is that he's doing, he's trying to dance in between those two things. He's trying to like say publicly, these guys aren't acting right. But at the same time saying like, but I can't tell you what they did specifically because I don't want it to hurt the investigation. And it's like, dude, just pick one. Come out publicly and tell people what they did and let the investigation be damned and let the court of public opinion basically like handle it or handle it internally and let that work out and be quiet about it and let people like let let the the corporate machine do what it does and if it doesn't do that then come out publicly and be like hey you know what i was trying to do this internally but the studio's not trying to hear me, and Joss Whedon's a bastard because he called me a nigger 14 times. Uh, Larry, we're trying to get monetized. Sorry. We can't say what, that. What the hell? I, I come back in, and the N-word is the first thing I hear? Don't be mad because you didn't get to it first. And you know you know how sensitive all this color. <laughs> I like to probably use it more on the show. <laughs> Listen, all, all I'm saying is you gotta pick one lane or the other lane. This like waffling this between the two, and it's like that's the that's the whole messed up part about the whole thing to me. Because I'm not saying like I'm not naive enough to believe that Joss Whedon isn't capable of racism. At the same time, I don't know that anybody that's ever worked with him that I've ever known about has ever said, "Oh, Joss Whedon's a racist." It's like this fool worked on two Avengers movies. Like Don Cheeto was there, friggin' what well, I there was a complaint from the computer they got to play Ultron, like he was anti-AI. Listen, all, all I'm saying is there was a whole well, I, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna call it diverse because I guess technically I guess the, the cast of Avengers is only black and white, right? So I don't know if I would call that diversity. That's all that matters for diversity. No, no, I don't. I disagree. But what I'm saying is, is that there were black and white people, and nobody had any complaints about Joss Whedon. I mean, you're you're acting like like Don Cheadle was a main character. 
I'm not saying he was the main character, but look, you're acting like Ray Fisher's the main character. He's not. In Justice League, he was. Oh, dude. dude. Well, oh, original Justice listen, League. Listen, what, listen, what listen, listen. Newton got hands on it, then his, like his role was, was reduced. Austin, listen, I'm going to talk to you real right now. If you want to pretend like Cyborg is the main character of the Justice League movie that we saw, you can do that, but I can't get what you want. Hold, hold on. No, 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 hold on. The Justice League movie that we saw was Whedon's bastardization and his racist view on it. It's not the original Snyder version. What, what does that have to do you with You come anything? at me after you see the Snyder cut. No, I'm listen, what I'm not going to do is come at you after the cut. Like, the Snyder cut's not the original version of the movie. Yeah. I think it is. If it was, you I would have been that, that, that. But you would be wrong because they shot shots. For this new version of the movie, and it's like if that was the original version, they wouldn't have to shoot shots. Right, they would they have just released it the, right. the, for HBO Max. Right, it's like it. it if you, you if if the Snyder cut was done, you don't need Whedon. Hey, look here, I, I have the Whedon cut. Is, the Whedon cut is ten percent of what what the Snyder cut is. I'm it not was completely redone, completely reshot. So I, it's not the original vision. It's it's my, 2.0 vision uh, through uh, the lens uh, of, of racist uh, uh, I'm not I'm not trying to tell you that the version, like the version that Snyder intended originally, is what Josh Josh Wheaton shot. I'm not trying to say that. What I'm trying to say to you is this: the 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 version that 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 Snyder intended originally. Was not completed, and so Joss Whedon made changes because the movie wasn't finished, and that proves our point in the fact that it's taking this long to get the Snyder cut, as opposed like, to oh, I just have to edit it and put it out. Right, like it could have been not HBO Max launch. You don't need right. You don't need to pay Snyder or any additional actors or any additional like crew members. To do anything extra, if a Snyder cut was finished, but the fact that you what have I do game. know, what, what I do know <laughs> is we didn't did his damnness to cut as many people of color from this movie. You got to do like you got to. That's gotta why lose he took out Martian Manhunter. Can you redo that he, take? He took out, but go like this a little bit. My guy, who is Martian Manhunter in in the movie? There is a Martian Manhunter in the movie. Who is it? Are you gonna make me look up the actor? I, listen, you're you're talking like you know who it is. Who is it? I know I know what he looks like. Look, like, this is the, all, the actor. Like, I, like, was he in? Was he? So you're saying, jo, you're saying Joss Whedon chose to cut out an entire character because he was black? Yes. Okay, even though he wasn't actually black, he was Martian black. No, it was a the, the actor was black, just like he cut out Flash's uh, girlfriend because she was black. Dude, so so you're saying Joss Whedon chose? So so you what you're saying is Iris West, black movie black Iris West was so integral to the original Justice League movie 
doesn't have to be integral. It just has to go against Joss Whedon's racist sensibilities. But what I'm saying to you is this. Is Whedon, if she's okay, not, how many not, people of color... What I'm saying to you is Josh, this. You say, how many people of color can we cut from this movie? What, what I'm saying to oh, you is this. Iris West, we don't need her. If, if she's not important to the movie and happens to be black... You don't need her. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if she's not important to the movie but happens to be black, that's not the same thing as cutting her out because she's black. That's cutting that her out because like she's not important excuses. to the movie. That sounds like you're making excuses, but that's an excuse. That's like why, why? it's Biden's America, so yeah, okay, make what, the excuses what? you want for segregation. What part? if that's what you want to support? That's on you. Let me I ask look. you. This. Well, here, here's the. Here, I know you have. No, wait, hold on. I know you haven't seen the movie yet, Oz. But what part of the Justice League movie do you feel like Iris Rep, Iris West, plays a key role in? In in the Flash deciding to become a hero, because she is one of the the first people that he saves. Wait, Ooh, you, so, you so, think I wait, for that? So you feel you feel you feel like Iris West. So you feel like Flash and Iris West don't know each other until he saves her. In the Justice yes. League movie, that, that's where they meet. That's literally the scene. Is that's how they meet? Is he saves her in a car act, car crash, and then he falls in love with her at first sight. Yes. Oh, okay. It's, well, it's listen, incredibly listen, romantic. Well, just we can't handle the idea of a, of a, of a white man falling I'll in love with right a black now, woman. I'll tell you this right now, Oz. I'm CW not. I'm better. not beaten. I'm not a racist. I'm not a director. I actually happen to be a black man, and I will tell you right now that that sounds like some BS right there. Like I'm just like, why would yeah, I put well, that in my? You're, you're, only, you're only black when it's convenient. The other time you're Latino, so I can't trust your opinion at all. Latino, but I, I don't. Way. I don't ever get to be Latino by choice. The the I'm, the I'm Latino by, by by the idea that somebody will accept the idea that black people and Latino people have a, a cross section. Like no no one ever is just like, oh yeah, he's obviously Latino. No one ever says that to me. I've met black Cubans. I, I, I come from an English-speaking Latino country, so I, I've met uh, like black Cuban, like like full-on just just black guys that happen to be Cuban, and it, like freaks me out when they start to talk talking Spanish. I'm like, Whoa, yeah, yeah, shit. no, but you heard me say that I come from a Latin country that speaks English as their primary language, right? I and heard Larry's you. Mom, I just Larry's mom can speak Spanish. She can, but not great. Look, look, ha- half of the Mexicans here in LA can't. Well, so, I know that, but that don't make yeah, sense. Look, that, if that's the criteria, look, she, she can speak Angelino. That's true. I, I know a lot more uh, Mexicans that can't speak Spanish than. I, listen, yeah. I'm just talking about racism. Mexicans don't look at my mom and, like, obviously she, she, she can speak Spanish. <laughs> like, Mexicans don't do that. I learned that the hard way. They don't look at me and think I have it. Right. All, <laughs> right. Look, Mo feels what I'm talking all, about. You know too. All us, to say, you got all this to say is, is uh, Joss Whedon is a brutal racist, and I can't wait to see the Snyder Cut. What, 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 what proof do you have that Joss Whedon is a brutal racist? Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher said nothing. Ray Fisher said he's a brutal racist, and I believe all women. Oh jeez! I don't give a fuck. See how he emasculates black men. (laughs) I don't give a fuck who fixes the Justice League. As long, like I want Steppenwolf to not look like any of these two. Like he could be Hitler, and as long as it looks like Kirby's art, 
I'm in. Because this is like, this is the Joss Whedon on the on the right in my in my window here. On the right, you see Joss Whedon, Steppenwolf. And on the left, you see uh, Snyder. And they're both shit. Like, can we just get, like, a good design for new guys? I don't care if you're, like, honestly, I'd vote for Trump if he could make that happen. But, you know, like everything else, he could make it happen. Yeah. You don't you don't like the dark side? What dark side is okay? No, he looks he's not good though. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't look Kirby. Like they ignored everything about Kirby and just like threw it out the window. Like the the, the Joss we don't want wants to look like Kirby, but it's not. It looks like yeah. like the Kirby inspired action figure. There, there's no Joss yeah. Whedon, there's no Joss Whedon dark side. Like dark yeah, side no, no, I'm talking about uh, uh, from Steppenwolf. But Marvel's yeah, yeah. been ignoring Marvel's been ignoring Kirby since day one. Lawrence is still talking about again. We go to the whataboutism. Like, what's that yeah. have to do with the, ju- but, the, but the movie? Like, Nothing. That doesn't work with me because I'm critical about them too. Like, I want I'm holding the people accountable. I want my Kirby shit to look like Kirby. That's why we do Kirby hands every now and then. Oh, you can't see it. Hold on. I'm doing Kirby hands, but you can't see it because of my. But I'm just saying, it's like, our, uh, log on to our OnlyFans, and I will do Kirby Cock. No, no, nah, nobody, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Like, it, it, that's like, the Snyder version. That. That's the you got the Snyder version right there. It's too small. It's not, it's not the it's not the Snyder version because it's too short. Yeah, <laughs> it's too long and useless, just like the Snyder cut. <laughs> but it's like that's the whole thing where it's like, dude, like. I'm not saying, like, Lord knows that when this Snyder Cut eventually comes to HBO Max, I'm going to watch it. I don't I don't want to watch it, but I will for the show. But it's like a four-hour version of Justice League from, from Zack Snyder is not going to be good. You don't know that. I know it. Like, I, I don't, like, what, like, the Joss Whedon version was not good. Why would the Zack just, Snyder version be good? Joss Whedon like reshot the whole movie. Apparently only 10% of what Snyder ever shot was actually shown in the well, theater. Here, here's what I'm saying to you, Oz. Zack Snyder, I'm sorry, Joss Whedon has a proven track record of making good movies. Yeah, but... Zack, I, Zack I, Snyder I, does not have that. Yeah, he does. Zack no, Snyder has not made good movies? Look, the only 300, three, 300 is a direct adaptation of Frank Miller. Not if you actually read the Frank Miller, like it's not that direct. It now you're just what, what, what part of, of Zack Snyder's 300 is different from Frank Miller? Tell me the nudity. No, <laughs> you're wrong. So tell me no, again. He's right. he's right. How's he right? They were nude in the comics, but not in the movie. They were. They had underwear. My Moses, you're making my point. You're saying that there were more nude. No, no, no. Your point was that it's a direct adaptation. Now you're changing were... it to there's differences, and Mo is pointing out. Your point, so which was that there's no difference. You're saying, you're saying that Zack Snyder's version is less like the comic than 
say it's inspired by the comic. Sure. No, I, no, no, I'm not going to go here, here's the thing. Not, it's not a frame for frame. Like it's not a shot for shot. It, it like, literally it is, is a shot for shot for almost everything for other than the nudity. The nudity and the parliamentary proceeding. Like the best, the, the whole best, beast, beast, the, the, the best Zack Snyder movies are 300 and and Watchmen. And I was a go Yeah, I was a was amazing. Yeah, oh, you're right. The Owls of Gould is it? It's not based on a comic, right? No, but it's a good movie, and that you saw I'll give you that. A movie. And okay. Dawn of the Dead was really good. What is Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, that was amazing too. I haven't and seen that, it, so I don't. Yeah. know. well, you're not gonna watch that. You, you're, you're, you're anti-deadite. Whatever you want to say, but what I'm saying yeah. to you all is, you all are acting, everybody's acting like. These fool, like this fool making these like DC movies is good. They're not good. I, I'm not saying that, but he makes movies. He just chooses not to when it comes to DC. In chat, Black Compat says Joss Whedon is a bitch. Why? She's listening to Ray Fisher. What did Joss Whedon do? I, I don't know. And, and here's the thing: I'm not saying Joss Whedon can't be a racist. I'm saying nobody has told me anything that makes it so I'm like, yo man, that's really racist. His, when he was going through a divorce, his wife tried to like me to him before it was cool, and it didn't right. stick. Like you, you brought up Aziz Ansari earlier, like just yeah. me two moments stuck to us. Right. No, you're right. You're right. Where I'm just like, and it's not it's not to say that hey, here's the thing. I'm not saying Joss Whedon can't be this person. Because I'm not, like I said, again, I'm not that naive. What I'm saying is, if he is this person, all somebody has to say is what he did. But nobody wants to say what he did. He he belittled, he belittled the people of color in the movie that he was working on. Because it's, not, the first movie, it's, it's the first movie he's done ever that wasn't predominantly white. Which one? Justice League. Why is Justice League not predominantly white? Because it like four, How, name them. Friggin' Ben Affleck. That's one. Okay, and then you have uh, who's Flash? What's his name? Who cares? But Flash is white. Okay, and then you have Superman. Superman's dead. Wonder Woman. Superman's dead in most of it. You don't count him. Why He's do we not star. count him? He's in it. And Wonder Woman's not not technically white as an Israeli. Yeah, as as a as a Israeli, She's somebody, somebody somebody with Nazi tendencies would naturally hate her. What does Nazi tendency have to do with being white? Well, we're not, we're, I'm not taking. I'm not Israeli. Jews from what Nazis think. She, she, not not only is she Jewish, she's straight up Israeli. So somebody with Nazi tendencies would an Israeli like, person is that, a white person. That's how Nazis don't hate them. That's how they fight. Wait, wait, wait. So are you, say, are you saying Nazis are okay with Israelis now? Is what is Nazi? Why, why is Nazis your benchmark? Well, here's the thing. Nazis... Like, I don't care what Nazis think. Look, why do you Nazi, care? Hold on. Nazis would be okay with Israelis because they just want them to go where they came from. I'm sorry. Are you saying... Wait, hold on. Are you saying the party of, of Hitler is okay with Israelis? Is that your, is, is that your hot take? No, my, my hot take is no, 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 not you. Why Lord. do we care Lord. what Nazis think? 
Oh, because Whedon is one. Whedon is not a Nazi. You and, don't know that. And, and I'm not a Nazi. Are you a Nazi? Wait, why, why are you saying you're not a Nazi? Or do, do you have a, a hatred of Israelis? No, I, I have no hatred of Israelis. Well, I'm I, we're talking about Joss Israeli Whedon. Israeli people are, of, are, are white people. We're, we're talking about Joss Whedon. That's what I'm talking about. I don't Josh, know why you got to bring this up. I know Joss Whedon has no problem with Israeli people. Like, much, much like all the allegations against Joss Whedon, aside from him having like a not likable face from chat, um, these are all moot points that are just going to go around and around. So I'm just going to go into another story, if that's okay with you guys. Because really, like, Oz is a DC guy. He has his, uh, it, you know, he considers uh, Semites white, not white enough, where people of color consider them white. And we know why that is. So, um, yeah, it, it, talking about uh, being not dark enough, this uh, image in Top Cow are bringing out a comic book, a fantasy alchemy with Aztec mythology called Helm Great Castle. We talked about that earlier in the show and uh, in, in looking at the pictures. Um, Did we talk about this earlier in the show? Yeah, we brought it up earlier. You brought it up yourself. <laughs> you don't yeah, remember? I think, that was before, I think that was before the show. No, we're talking about when we're talking about Immortal Warrior. Like you, you said, Image is doing it with Aztec I, stuff. I, I think that was all before we started. No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, no, you're wrong. Either way, <laughs> it's called Helm Great Castle. Somehow, somehow, this is a story about Aztec mythology. It's called Helm Great Castle, and everybody in it looks white. So that's cultural that appropriation. Yeah, and uh, if there's one like. If there's no, if it's like Aztec mythology and like nobody's eating people, I'm out. Nobody, what? Wait, you said nobody's what? Eating people. Oh, eating. So you know they don't need to be brown. They just need to be cannibals. Well, the thing is, Aztecs love the taste of white people. Like, and oh. that was my favorite part in Immortal Warrior <laughs> when they're eating the food and then they give the little kid the, <laughs> it's like they they give the other Portuguese like. The enemy's leg, and he don't want to take it. It's like, bitch. Yeah. and then the little kids just eat it. Like that, yeah. the original uh, recipe for pozole was with people, and then when the Christians came, they gave us pork and hypertension. Shut up! Is that true? Yeah, it was a sacrament to eat pozole uh, it, with the with the meat of your enemies. Like it, it was really, uh, yeah, because Aztecs believe that the the people came from corn. Not from dirt, like you know the Bible says, but from corn. Wow. So making the soup with the corn and eating your enemies was giving them a respectful uh, death. The uh, you know even though they died, like you were give, respecting them, bringing them as part of you because we're all corn, no matter if. Listen, I'll tell you right now, pozole is delicious. Yeah, with people, I kind of just imagine how delicious no, it is. And, and that's what I'm saying. Where I'm like, I don't know that I'd be able to tell the difference between whether it was pork or people. Well, that was the and, that was the, the logic when 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 the Christians came to Mexico. They're like, well, look, if it's a taste thing, then here, like, let's use pork. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Man. That's really how it happened. Like, it, wow. it, and I, I was I was listening to a. Uh, a culinary historian that still has Aztec roots uh, talk yeah. about like the evolution of pozole, and that was it. Like, like you know what? 
I'm gonna eat it with my enemies next time. Although I none of my enemies I respect enough to want to give them the respect of ingesting them. But you know. Wow. That's why But that's my Spaniard side. Being that's petty. why Pozole has uh the the corn kernels and menudo is the one without. Yeah. Big difference. For some reason people don't know the difference. Yeah. Oh, I know the difference. But yeah, uh, okay. black, compact, black compact in chat says there's an article on AV Club where uh, site where Fisher cites specific things, including reshoots, moving characters of color out over uh, and color over correction on skin tones of POCs. Um, you know, I can see those allegations, but if you look at uh, Snyder's cut, everybody was gray, and it wasn't for equality. for the costumes like you could actually go on um hbo max and look at the poster for um bvs and um justice league the 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 whedon one side by side and the whedon one they just look more like superheroes because it's about the colors it's about the art and uh you know you gotta collect if depending on what your costume is you gotta correct the light, you know, I'm a light motherfucker. People, Larry, you, you talk to people pretend, you know, thinking I'm Jewish or pretending I'm white. And, uh, you know, I, you just saw my video of um, the heavy metal minute that I did in video version. I have to color correct my own skin just yeah. so that it can match my red, white, and blue background and my black shirt so that it doesn't look too white and it looks more peachy and warm toned like my true skin color. So right. you know, color correction is part of filmmaking. Like nobody, you know, you want to uh, accuse Kubrick of like uh, being, you know, the, the more olive tone people were color correcting their skin. And, you know, again, that era of movie making, they had to do everything. They had to fix it in pre, <laughs> not in, yeah. in after. But, you know, they had to do it in pre and they just didn't tell anybody about it, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I will also say that I know that the allegations did get made about that, and I do remember. Like, this this was the problem with me for those allegations. It was like it wasn't Ray Fisher saying like, "Oh, what happened is he did this, and this is what I saw." He was like relaying a message from somebody else. And when the crew came back with the allegations, they were like, "Hey, there's a whole team of people that do." color correction they like the editor and like a whole other people from like the staff all went on record and was like i mean we made color corrections but it wasn't had nothing to do with people's skin tone and don't get me wrong here's the thing from a systemic perspective i would totally get with that in the sense that i do feel like there's plenty of movies and tv shows that don't take darker skin tones into account and you know you can make a, a argument whether Ray Fisher's skin tone is dark or not because it's kind of on the cusp there. But the fact is, it's like I can totally get on the on the on the idea that there are people making movies and television shows that aren't taking skin tones into account when they're lighting because most of the people on set are fairer skinned, are white people. And that's what they make sure look good. And the rest of us are like, well, we'll figure it out after the fact. But the the idea that, you know, it's like, dude, I mean, 
I'm gonna I show you. Like... I wish what? racist Joss Whedon would take over our Instagram, because I'm gonna show you the benefit of color correction in accepting people of color in your film and people of non-color like me. And this is what when somebody like racist ass Joss Whedon doesn't hire the right people to do it. This is what their Instagram post looks like. I hope you can see it. I mean, nobody's gonna see that. Hold on, look. We'll, we'll get a close up. But who is that? That's oh, me no. and Joe. That that that's Mo and Joe's asleep. Oh, I was like, I see Joe, but I was like, what's that white spot there? That, that like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like the cameras can't tell color. Yeah, your your and, phone and, even conked out. It was like no. Yeah, thing. it's like you know what? This is futile. Okay, so I I just have a question. Are we doing news or do you want to keep defending the racist? I think I mean we defend news. you every week, so it's on brand for us. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah. <laughs> like at this point, we're we're past the two two hour mark, so we could do whatever. Like I could literally you have a, you have a story. Yeah. Does that mean no? It's a news, huh? You want to do news, right? Yeah, okay. So what's the next story? Oh, oh no, you don't got a story, then then oh. fuck up. Well, here's we'll the... talk about us. We didn't know that's what's happening in chat. That's what we're talking about. Here, here's here's another story I do have. Uh the old guard is coming out with a no, a new book. Uh if you remember the hey. old guard is huh? No, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, the, the Old Guard Tales Through Time miniseries is coming out. So the real Immortal Warrior. I, like an additional Immortal Warrior. How about that? When I, when I Googled the Immortal Warrior, that, that's what I got was the Old Guard. I believe, Well, I mean, it had a Netflix movie with Charlize Theron. So. I, the Immortal Warrior had an a Amazon Prime movie. I don't, I don't know why you feel like that's the same thing. First of all, well, I don't know why you feel like Netflix and Amazon Prime are on the same level. I don't know why you feel like an animated movie is on the same level with a live-action movie with Charlize Theron. Also, it's the wrong title, so... And that's then, the title you gave me. Yeah, it's the wrong they, they didn't the call the... They didn't call, they, they didn't call the Black Guard the Immortal Warrior. They said it's a movie about an Immortal Warrior, which is why What's, it kept popping up on my... What uh, is the Black Guard? The uh, not the, you know what I mean. See, he's that racist. The old, guy, the old guard. His mind is black. Sorry, I apologize. The people color guard. <laughs> color guard is a whole different thing. That's not. It is. Look, I was in the color guard. Speaking, color, yeah. of, people, <laughs> speaking of people of color, Larry hated Batgirl, Batwoman. Wait, what? As well, he should. I can't look. I, Why do you say that? On that. He didn't like it. <laughs> Listen, no. what I'm going to do right now is talk about the old guard tales through time. Look, it, it, Lawrence, Lawrence said he liked Star Trek Discovery, so I, I believe he likes everything at this point. Oh, Jesus Christ. The old guard tales through time is a miniseries that will span through the decades that has stories all the way from feudal Japan to World War II. Lawrence, no one cares. No one's going to read it. No one read the old stuff. Nobody cared when we talk about it. Nobody's going to read the new stuff. They care about Batwoman. Listen, what they what they care about what we tell them to care about. One. Yeah, did I do that last week? 
And this is something that they should care about because the the old guard is a comic book, even before, like the the original book is a good book. We mentioned that when the uh, Netflix series came out, they're different, but they're still both good. Netflix movie, right? I'm sorry, the Netflix movie, but the writers involved with this miniseries are Brian Michael Bendis. Kelly Sue DeConnick, Matt Fraction, and Jason Aaron, which are all... Let me just make sure I, I understand you right, Lawrence. You're saying that um, the, the, old guard <laughs> movie, the Old Guard movie came out, and now they're putting out a comic based on the movie. I didn't, I didn't say that. That's not what you're saying? No. I'm sorry. I'm used, I'm used to you claiming that the comics come second, so... My apologies if that's not what, what happened. What's happening? Why, why would I ever claim the comic? Whenever I ever said that, I zombie. I've never said that. Why yeah. would you listen to Crick's lead? Why wouldn't I? Are you? Are you confused? Okay. Okay. Look, exactly. hey, I, I don't hate women like you do. Brian so. Michael Bendis, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Matt Fraction, Jason Aaron, all writing on this. Uh, old guard miniseries and art will be uh, Michael Avenoming and uh, Valentine Delandro, which some people I know Oming they know, but uh, Delandro they may not. But Delandro's good too. He did, uh, I mean, his his big creator owned claim to fame is Bitch Planet, which you may you know. Like oh, yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah. we've talked about it. Women bitches. Yeah, that's why you like it. Uh, I don't think I like it because they call women bitches, but it's it's a bonus. <laughs> I mean, look, if you read the book, you understand why it's called Bitch Planet. I mean, it's a planet that's a, a, a female uh, a, a female mm-hmm. women's prison. So I don't have room in my reading list for hate. Sorry. It, I mean, listen, if you don't like good comics, I get it. You know, you and Oz hang out and read terrible stuff together. Like, you're the one saying hateful comics are good. I'm like, it it is not is not a, a commentary on the women. It's just what they call the planet. I, I'm sad. Uh, I'm sad. Joe left because I got news for him. <laughs> Joe, Joe will be back. Look, Joe will add him. See, there he is. He he added himself back to the street. He <laughs> heard you talking <laughs> about him. He's like, yeah, hey, you guys are full of shit. I'm out. I'm going to go beat off in 10 seconds. Because uh, <laughs> uh, his name is, is Dick Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we call him Jay for, uh, you know, Jerko. We call him Jay for Jerko. All right. Uh, uh, My Little Pony slash Transformer 2 is coming. Awesome. Yeah, uh, you know, as a you know, as an owner of the company, uh, I'm like, all right, you know, I, I they they are renewing their Godzilla stuff just in time, so hopefully that that you know that'll prove good. But they are going to put out a rib for a remix. Hold on. <laughs> Is Transformers My Little Pony Part Two? Were you really looking for that? Like seriously? 
No. no, but it's an added bonus. Like Larry, you know. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not asking, I'm not asking your owner ass. I'm asking the fan. Well, I'll tell oh, you this. Yeah. The sad fact of the matter is the worst the worst Transformers news I heard this week was not that. <laughs> That's the messed up part. I mean, they they left the ending <laughs> with like the ending set up the sequel. It and did. I was they would continue that. And it was like, I, I was like, we don't need it. <laughs> but but Jay was hoping they would continue it and Jay won. And I'm not mad at that. Like, let Jay have what he wants. Okay, Lawrence, what's the uh what's the news you heard? Uh the news I heard was that the Transformers live action movies are looking to somehow tie into uh a Beast Wars live action tie-in. I'm out. Exactly. It, I'm like, that's the worst thing that could ever happen. To are, they still, are we still are talking about going to be on board? No, we're not talking about comics. We're talking about like Bayformers. So Bayformers, but Beast Wars. Right. Is Gary Chalk involved? Listen, Jay, I don't know what makes you feel like I know who the hell that is. Like, what? Optimus who, Where's Gary Chalk is the guy that's going to like analyze Joe, you to see why you can't beat off and watch horror movies. Joe, why are you talking to me like the the voice of Optimus Primal is equivalent to the voice of Optimus Prime? Like, why are you talking to me like you were good? I I thought you were a Beast Wars fan. I'm sorry. I can be a Beast Wars fan and think that the cast did good for Beast Wars and fully recognize the fact I mean like they're not iconic in the same way like why are we trying to make it seem like they are they're not they're iconic, not, but they are better all right they're not I'm they're sure. not iconic or better they are I, I better you knew who Optimus Primal was the like, Megatron from Beast Wars had a better voice than the Megatron from the from oh, generation one oh, Terrasaur how dare you Terrasaur was better than Starscream in voice Optimus Primal was good Lawrence knows Peter Cullen and he's out after that. I, listen, I'm not saying, I'm not by no means am I saying, oh, Peter Cullen should have been the voice of Optimus Primal. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is the chalk dude, I'm not saying they're not, like, there are Beast Wars fans out there that know who he is. And, and like Joe, might try to equate Cullen and Chalk. What I'm saying is Cullen is the voice of a generation. Chalk, not so much, and that's okay. Chalk was the voice of a moment, and that's okay. Like I'm, I'm just like, no, like if they change the, if if this if this new movie comes out, and there's Optimus Primal in it, nobody's gonna be like, oh, that's not Chalk. Okay. Well, okay, you're right. You and the other like 24 people will be on that same tip. Look, I'm not mad at that. I, I get it. I'm I'm one of the 24 Guardians of the Galaxy people that understand your pain, but understand at the same time that we don't matter. <laughs> the voices for Optimus Prime too. Yeah, he did later not, on. Not in, not in any significant way. Okay, Transformers Energon not significant. Dude, do you know what that was before you read it? It came up before Transformers Cybertron, obviously. No, I, yeah, but I. Listen, I know what Energon is without Wikipedia. Yeah. 
Well, I know what Megatron is too. It's what they were looking for in the original series. No, the cartoon was the one that was like Digimon, right? Is that the one? Exactly. Transformers Energon is basically the Pokemon of Transformers, and that makes it not good. I was mad because they had Death Charge in it and Black Arachnia in it. Like, I don't think Black Arachnia is in Energon. No, it was just it wasn't even Death Charge either. It was the other guy, the shark. Uh, the shark, right? Yeah, like what? I, Sky Shark, I think his name is something yeah. like that. I don't. I don't. Listen, Transformers Energon has its merits. Like, there's fans for that. I'm, I'm not trying to tell people don't like the Transformers you like. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is. Don't try to equate your Transformers that you like to the friggin' like original like Generation One Transformers. I just want to know if he's reprising his role like Cullen did. I, I look, not like I, Cullen, I understand, Lauren. I, Lawrence, I, I understand your, Cullen, your desire for 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 purity, and you're Cullen. right. N- none of us can understand your comp. See, don't 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 equate me to Nazis. Peter Cullen played Optimus Prime that died, that made children write tear-soaked letters that they sent here's to, to, to the studio. Like literally, like literally letters they received with teardrops on them. I nobody, actually called. Nobody cried for Optimus. Prime. You don't know those are tears. <laughs> no, I know they're tears. They're tears. No. I, called, I called Larry earlier today in pre-production to get his quote on this, just as pre-production, and here's what he said. That's him talking about transforming. Look, that, I mean, he was prepping for our Van Skeever interview. Oh, you sons of bitches. All I'm saying is, like, I like this. Is all I'm saying is, like, like there, there are moments in Transformers fandom and history, and let's not try to pretend they're all the same. That's all I'm saying. It's like, I, 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 you're right, man. I, I get the, it. You the, wanna, the, you the messed up part is the 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 dominant Transformers fandoms across the board are G1, Bayformers. Okay, the. If you're talking about anything in between those two, this is going you're, on. You're in, the, you're in the minority. This is this is going on for for way too long. I understand, Lawrence. You have a certain set of ideals that represent Transformers, and you you're wishing to stop the steal of what you. No, I'm not, no steal. There's no steal. Oh. It's like uh, my my Transformers fandoms are legitimate. And oh, other, and and the other fandoms are legitimate as well, but in a different way, and that's, that's all there is. In that's, the that's all it is. It's like I'm not saying that like you can be a fan of Transformers Energon. I'm not saying you shouldn't be a fan of that. I'm saying if you want to pretend like it's G1 or or Beast Wars, you're mistaken. That simple. It sounds like it's time for final thoughts. Jay, why don't you give us some final thoughts? You haven't been talking lately. Um, so if you if you watch a Mortal Warrior and you want to pair it with something, I would pair it with Ren, Daughters of Nemesine. Uh, it's about an immortal private detective 
and uh, each episode is like during a different time period, or, or at, not a different time period, but at a different time. And uh, so it's being thematically like a mortal warrior. And so one Right. <laughs> He's like, don't compare your fandoms. <laughs> but yeah. Get but, yeah, so check it out if you want. Oscar, final thoughts, buddy. Uh I understand that people listening to us live know that Batwoman has has come out and <clears throat> you are probably wondering why we haven't talked about her it's mostly because lawrence hates powerful women of color but i assure you we will try to get to it whenever we can convince lawrence to let us get to it we might have to one shot yeah maybe why Why are you trying to make me seem like i'm like the mitch mcconnell of fantastic four and then at some point whenever i ever vetoed anything whenever be like oh we can't talk about that what have i ever done that well, when, when you vetoed the fact that Star Trek Discovery Season 3 sucked. I didn't veto. I disagreed. That's a whole other show. You son of a I mean, bitch. You're, you're gonna not going to veto something you agree with, right? We're going to we're gonna do a one-shot, Oz, and then you're going to have to be... I'm going to call you saying that. You keep saying that, and we're having enough trouble doing this four-shot, or whatever we call the show. <laughs> Moses Magnum. Final thought. Uh, random Rick review underscore RRR from Twitch says, and nobody cared when poor Duke died around the same time. There are there are bare pay forward fans? Question mark. Duke, uh, Duke didn't die. That's the messed up part. Do they 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 friggin' retroactively like change that joint? That's why no one cared because they're like, he's okay. There's literally like he didn't watch that movie at the end. They're like. Duke, Duke lived, goddamn, because everybody was so shooken up about the fact that Optimus Prime died and those tear-soaked letters, and that's why that's why Duke lived, because they're like, when Optimus Prime died, people cried and sent letters, and parents were angry. Yeah, tears tears made those pages stick together. Gotcha. What what like what, so so your your alternate theory stop, is that stop, people stop analyzing everything I say just fucking people laugh. are masturbating no. to the death of Optimus Prime you sick bastard. Stop trying to analyze my jokes. That's, that's, what, that's what you just said. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy, enjoy it. Anyway, so you guys are well, ruining my final thought. Finish your final thought. I apologize. Uh, oh, thank you to Vicious Instinct Records. They got me the last Gamma Sector album they had. All the way from Australia, it came at two in the morning last night. So yeah, I'll be reviewing that. If you subscribe and hit the bell and like, you'll probably get it on a on a fraction of forever or heavy metal minute. Yeah, I'm requesting it. Do it, Mo. So uh, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We know we went long. If you're still hanging out with us, hey, you're a trooper. If you're watching this on uh, either YouTube or Twitch, or if you're listening to us on iTunes or friggin' Podbean, Stitcher, whatever it is, thank you all for taking the time to hang out with us. We want your input. Let us know what you liked about the show. Let us know what you didn't like about the show. Uh, you know, tell us what you want us to talk about. 
we want to hear from you because you are the people that hung in for the long haul. So we do appreciate you. Uh, this is Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Until then, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. This is it. We're out. Tell me what my catchphrase should be. Later. <laughs>